Hello, operator. Give me Pennsylvania 65000. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Fly Casual. Tonight's a special treat. Tonight, Fly Casual is going to be about the regular. What are we doing? What are we watching? What are we playing? What are we that, this, and the other thing? We've got news. But tonight, we are talking about, in our uh, our deep dive, and our discussion, tonight's subject is the marvelous Ms. Maisel, a show that if you're not watching, stop everything after you've completed the podcast and start watching. And you're going to hear why tonight on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I gotta tell you guys, nothing says culturally relevant. Yes. Like the Andrew sisters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Every time. Classic, they never go man. out of style. Never. Never. Never, never ever, have, never will. Ever go out of style, man. I will boogie woogie that bugle boy. Wait a oh, minute. gee. <laughs> well, uh, now I'm committed to it now. Yeah, yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Straight out of Company B. Wow. And I, I do have to correct you. Uh oh. Uh-oh. It is the marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. Maisel, not Ms. Maisel. Did I say Ms.? Yes. Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, she's not she divorced, yo. There you go. Right, again, I'm, I'm batting a thousand for screwing up intros. Spoiler <laughs> alert. At least not Mike didn't go spilling drinks and leaning on buttons on his I'm, keyboard. I'm holding tightly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's indeed indeed right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Fly Casual. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. Okay, you too. Hey. Sure. Yay! Sure. Uh, I'm included. I am your I am your uh, dungeon keeper, Mr. Corey <laughs> T. Wilson, and on my left is Mr. Michael J. Archbold. How are you doing, Corey T. Wilson? So well. I'm sitting here with a home brewed iced tea, and I'm mm. raring to go. I've got me a little tequila myself. Yep. I just finished off, so next week we might have uh, something a little different. For Ooh, a new drink. Uh-oh. New drink. Stay tuned. A new drink or two. Mike shows up today, gets out of his uh, his uh, his Mikey van, yeah, and he walks up to the porch, and I've got a little railing in the front porch mm-hmm. there, and he slaps down <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> what? Diet Mountain Dew. And what? I'm sitting there looking at those, and I'm like, that's just lubing the tubes for the that's tequila. Right. We don't know. Right. We know. <laughs> that's a chase. I knew what I had here, so, yeah. yeah. Finishing off that. Is that the Cabo Wabo or did you do something different? No, this is the Ornitos. Ornitos. Oh, man, the Cabo, man. That's nah. Which is Spanish for little orn. Yeah, or Nito. Little Nito. Mike, let me know when you pour some blue label in there. Ooh. I got blue label. I will will drive up. Blue label next time. I will drive up to Fort Wayne for Blue Label. Uh, okay, Derek's here. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. That I mean, next week. is my jam. Yep. Yeah, it is. Hope yeah, I'm I'll be ex- here in a couple. Every, I, think I am actually. Yep. Few people know this, but my wife every Valentine's Day buys me a bottle of Blue. Label. Oh, you are one lucky. <laughs> that's son that's of amazing. A bitch. <laughs> hey, uh, enjoy that. Yeah, right. <laughs> goes, it goes away at some point. I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm the guy what doesn't like scotch. That's oh, me. I see. Oh, you haven't tried blue label. Yeah, you tried, yeah, that might change your mind. You know, it's funny. Oh, uh, so smooth. It went out. Smooth. W- went out. Went out drinking with some coworkers, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go to this brew house." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." And they're, all, and they're like, "Do you, you drink beer, right?" And I'm like, oh. <laughs> after being told three million times. I know. Before. I'm like, I'm like, peak? no. I mean, I drink, I drink mixed drinks. They were like, toss it. Like, oh. Well, that definitely changes things. So we ended up at JK's. 
uh, uh, local haunt. There you uh, go. Irish Rollings. J.K. Rollings. And the funny thing is, at J.K. O'Donnell's. At J.K. O'Donnell's, I don't order a mixed drink because J.K. O'Donnell's has my favorite brewed drink on tap, which is which is the Guinness. No. So, uh, um, however, one of the coworkers did uh, put a couple of Guinnesses away. Um, yeah. I had I'd, I'd put a can of Guinness or two away. Too. I had uh, a couple of Magners, which is a rare treat. Yes. They have yeah. Magners. It's an Irish cider, Magners. and oh. it, it's an import. Yeah, and uh, and that is uh, on from tap. the Ireland tap. Wow, and it wow, is so weird. good. <laughs> So good. So funny thing is, we went somewhere so I could get a mixed drink, and I didn't get a mixed drink. <laughs> but it's because this is like the one place I've ever been that has it on tap, it's, rather than it's like mixed, well, no, I'm one other place. It's they got mixed ingredients. Yeah, that's true. Right? But it's funny because like you know apples, people, it's in, brewed ingredients. In, Water. in America, you get teased for drinking ciders because that woodchuck and that red apple, the, the crappy ciders. Yeah. All those things are yeah. so sweet and tart yes, and that's, tangy I can't take and them. just yeah. I can't get through. No, one. this one's smooth. No, this is smooth. Really? And on tap, it's even smoother. It's like oh, apple butter. God. Apple butter, guys? No. Huh? I I love, right? It's like apple hey, butter. Right, right. <laughs> but Magners has nothing to do with apple butter. Garrick, your mom gives me some <laughs> from very Cracker good Barrel? Apple oh, like time. apple yeah, butter sure. from Cracker Barrel? Oh, yeah. the, cra- the crackle butter, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's if I'm going to get my apple butter I up around drink. here, there's plenty of Amish people willing to I sell I could probably drink oh, I get my apple butter at the Johnny Appleseed Festival every year. Do you? See, we zip right up here. We have Moose Lake. The little oh yeah yeah right we the zip up Amish there place, it's five yeah, minutes right? from the house and yep. we bake all kinds of that kind of stuff like peach yeah. butter oh and, yeah oh, oh yeah Ew. oh Gross. no it, it no. sounds terrible no it's but it's so oh, good oh speaking of mm. peaches introduce me <laughs> over there <laughs> master, such a peach Howie. master control is Howie the peach <laughs> Stephen the peach Jay Howie. <laughs> We never call you Steve the Peach on the podcast, but this time oh, actually, it's because he's got these pinchable cheeks with a little bit of peach fuzz. Did you know once a year the peach truck comes to Fort Wayne? The peach what? truck? The peach truck. Go Howie, to the, pray tell the peach the truck. Is a peach truck. The peach truck. I am Did dead you serious. Just buy this domain? No, I'm dead like serious. The Mobile? There's this place in Georgia that. Their whole thing is they grow peaches and they drive these semi trucks out to all these locations and just and sell them sell Georgia peaches. peaches. And they are as first time I heard I heard about it a couple of days ago because they this a couple oh, days ago is when they came, uh, came for Wayne and man best peaches I've ever had really best peaches because they were literally picked like less than three days before we got them oh so hands. you weren't getting like the week and a half old no peaches you had normally in get. fact he said you have to let them set at least 24 to 48 hours before you eat them oh dang whoa so they were sweet oh Drip yeah off your there, chin there's sweet. yeah exactly but not like too yeah, sweet or not take it off yeah. with the andrew sisters mm. now we're talking about peaches that we <laughs> love. i mean i think ah. we're aging in front of our listeners ears but if I you really don't do. like <laughs> the thing is, I can understand why people don't like peaches bowels. because yeah. you go to the grocery store or any other place, really. They're not that, they're not flavorful. No, they're not even like, aromatic uh, at all. I'll give me a, you know, nectarine or something. I like peaches yeah. out of a can. Yeah. Uh, because they come from because, a man in a factory down there. And they have, they're, they're, <laughs> soaked, they're soaked in uh, pear juice. So. <laughs> is that the presidents of the United States of America? Yes, so? yes it was. Oh, I love yeah. it. Going to yeah. The peachtruck.com. They only it, deliver. Oh, yeah. I in, got the weird out version in my head. In the, uh, just in, in the flyover Gump. states. Yeah. 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 I, I would got like a, to try we got Georgia a Peach. Yeah, we bought a whole, uh, and I, but I don't want to drive. Which was a big box. It was probably like 
40 or 50 peaches. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, something new that I just learned about the peach well, truck. Do they drive around in a Shopkins cutie car? That's no, shaped a, like- a big semi <laughs> is what they drive in, oh, buddy. semi. This, oh. is, this is serious biz, man. How to tell when a friend of yours has a daughter of similar age to your own. <laughs> he, started, cutie car. he started watching this before he had kids, so. No, the my kid has like a little drive-in uh, playset with her for oh, cutie yeah. cards, and she actually had so out again a couple of weeks ago or earlier this week. Oh again. wait, the cutie cards are not the cutie marks. I'm thinking totally different. No, things. the cutie cards are like they're like Hot Wheels <laughs> yeah. for girls. Yeah. They're like right. Shopkins Hot Wheels. Not the Hot they're, Wheels aren't for girls. Yeah, they're shaped like cats. Yeah, way to be sexist and, there. This boy. industry, like sexist me. son of a like bitch. Chinese takeout boxes. They're yeah. all cool. Yeah, that's shape. Yeah, little ice cream headed That's right, cutie vehicles cars. and stuff. Yeah. She was obsessed with them for a hot minute. Yeah. Obsessed. Speaking of a hot minute, cross pond down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Nice try. Nice I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. a hot best down there. Did you just get Mike? Awesome. What? Suck it, Mike. Oh, wait, no. Oh. What? No, I'm okay. Let's roll with that. Suck it, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Suck, yeah. suck it. Suck it. Biatch. Suck it like a peach. I wish, mm. I wish I had a peach car. Peach car. Peach car. What are we talking about? This place about? sucks. <laughs> Something, something else. You know, we 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 opened up talking about booze, which is not horribly uncommon for us. No. Uh, something else peach related that uh, you you tried the peach right, or did you only try the strawberry? I should lead tell you more about what I'm talking about before I ask you that question. <laughs> I uh, I'm clueless. I'm like, all right, learning uh, something uh, new. A month, or two, a month or two ago, uh, we were oh, it was Cinco de Mayo, and it was a Sunday. Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday, year. Sunday. Like Mayo. And like we were Sunday. like, and my wife, I'm like, what if, you know, let's do some margaritas. Because we really, honestly, don't drink very much. It doesn't occur to us. I don't know if I time. tried the peach. And I'm like, I'm like, let's get some margaritas. So we go, we go across the street to the nice liquor store. And uh, the, uh, they had several different flavors. I'm like, oh, just get the strawberry. We get the strawberry, but we'll do something different. We're looking and she's like, let's try the white peach. And I'm like, I'm not a big mm. peach flavored person. They're different colors. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me things. But so we got this bottle and they don't have like the bigger bottle. They only have the smaller one because it's a unique flavor. And I made white peach margaritas that night. Uh, They're kind of like vodka. I made them half tequila, half vodka. I like to take the edge off the tequila a little bit. Oh my gosh. You need better tequila. This is no, no, that's true. (laughs) I was buying very mid grade. It's just Jose Cuervo. It's fine. But um, this was so freaking good. Like I want to buy it in bulk. Like I want to buy bigger <laughs> bottles of it. Like it is so good. It's it's like it almost tastes like a little appley in a way, but not super tart. Like it's like real sweet. Oh man, man! If you'd have bought that at Galaxy Edge, it'd be like 150 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have come in, in a, a grenade canister. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it would have been shaped like a thermal detonator. Oh, now, what would be the name of that at Galaxy's Edge? Um. Uh, name a what's an obscure character from the Clone Wars? You're yeah. asking the wrong person. Hondo. Yeah, it'd be Hondo's Hondo's space peach. No, what's Yub Nub was what the one we talked yeah. about last week. Yeah. Whatever, it's just got to be a dumb thing like like Wampa Juice or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink Wampa Juice, uh, yeah, I think. especially if it's yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. white like snow, right? Yeah. Smells uh, it, white like snow. Well, if it's white, like then it might not be Wampa Juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, smells the wampa oh, juice. Wait a minute, what? What are you going for? That wampa juice is served warm, and it it uh, oh, it smells it good. smells bad. It smells worse on the inside. <laughs> That's what wampa juice is. 
So anyhow, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another fly casual. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've got all the booze, we got our we got our official Star Wars reference. That's right. It's go. in there. And uh, see, it's a still a Star Wars podcast. See, see, yeah. see everybody. It's 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 never going away. If we get to an episode without talking or quoting yeah. or something, then I, we're gonna close shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. In the meantime, it's time to figure out what's on the the dockety, the dockeroony, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. Docks. <laughs> Mm. I say we mm. kick off with Howie. Docks. Let's do it. Whoa. Yeah, Howard. Howie's over Howard. there. All right. A fu- a funky so, groove. because I really Howard wanted to pooch. change things up and I didn't want this to be all about <laughs> consuming like movies and TV shows, I want right. to talk Howie about video Toy Story again. Let's move I on. Want, I want to talk <laughs> about get, video games because this is the original idea that I had by myself. Oh, Whoa, that's a throw. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> That's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, actually, Corey. Wait, wait, we used the video game yeah, podcast music. Corey, sure. Corey had brought up uh, a similar sentiment because uh, he's going to talk about that. But I think spawned me thinking, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Mm. That recently, oh, yeah. long ago, then I started playing a couple months, two, three, four, eight months. I don't know. I was, yeah, it's more than a couple. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Like You're welcome, Harish. So, yeah, yeah, really. Wow. Time flies. Um, but yeah, Overwatch. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, yeah. and these guys try to get me into PUBG, and I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. I don't, uh, you even know, trying to attempt to like that. But, and I feel bad um, being a part of that because, as you stated, even at the time, I should have known <laughs> that I was going to start hating PUBG again. Yes, I. If anytime that these guys try to get me to play a game, usually that it kills the game for the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I was playing it. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. even Overwatch, because I started playing that, and you guys are like, no, we're, we're just going to play PUBG. No, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, it's just that it's hard to break away from PUBG on it's Thursday hard, nights. It's however. hard to break away from a four-person game to play a six-person game. So that, yeah, more people can play. Uh, but no. over. Well, I'm, when one person in the group is a curmudgeon who just yeah, can't let go. Serious scared. That son of a bitch. What? Um, <laughs> PUBG or die. Yeah, actually, actually Garrick and I have played uh, quite a bit. When, yeah. when Overwatch together. and Overwatch. Rocket League. And Rocket League, yes. So that's true. The two games I've really been playing a lot. I play our Rocket League every week on Tuesday Gotta nights. get that 80s theme stuff. Oh my goodness, that's Rocket League. Oh, is Knight Rider out I yet? Have, have Did Knight Rider come oh, out? we gotta go buy it. I have unlocked I nothing 80s theme, but I just last night or yesterday <laughs> got an 80s themed crate. But you're getting your cassettes, right? That you can buy the yeah, same stuff. I, right? Yeah, I got, yeah, I've got probably about 180. Oh, you need a key yeah. to open that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I but I did buy the Ghostbusters pack. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah, I did too. I had to after I saw the uh, explosion flourish of the yes. uh, marshmallow man <laughs> yeah, walking the, out the and bursting out of the goals. Uh, you gotta have that. <laughs> that was, my, oh I've my got God. that on my red car, and then I've still got the the uh, Jurassic Park dinosaur T Rex on my blue car. Uh, that, I like that one yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, it, man. So my favorite character to play in, in Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. Um, cause you really can't pick a character to play in. Well, when you play mystery heroes, uh, it, well, I'm talking about in, uh, oh, rocket, rocket league. league. You play you can name your cars. Car. Yeah, it's true. Remember, I still have a car named Finn's with an exclamation point. <laughs> I use that. <laughs> you can name your car, yeah. but overwatch like from Star it, Wars, it, man, I have a hard time picking one right now. It's between three. 
Uh-oh. How is, how he's trying yeah, maining? Try maining. Ash, oh, look at this guy. He's got three mains. Uh, Ash oh, yeah, is just like an Ash. amazing Ash. She's OP. Uh, Hanzo. 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 If I have a team where I can actually sit back and start sniping people, <laughs> yeah, then I love playing Hanzo. I used to love yeah. Hanzo. At some point, I apparently don't have the patience to hold the button down long. <laughs> Do you have a Arissa Reinhardt that just keeps up their shields? Yeah, you're yeah, good. yeah, you're done. And then um, May. Yeah, May oh, is man. an all arounder. That's May. such a I love messing the whole team up with May. You can May tank, you can May disrupt, you can May yeah. DPS, you can self heal. She's not. That's the thing is when people see She's May running at them, they yeah, tend the to best. run away. Yeah, May yeah. Says, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she scatters the crowd pretty quickly. Don't freeze me. Don't freeze me. Especially when she pops her alt and then, you know. <laughs> the whole so. team is just frozen in place. Yeah, yeah. they're all dead. Yep. Oh, oh, that's, all that's, dead. that's me. Garrick. Silence. Garrick, what's on the yeah. rocket? What's on the docket? What's can I do a video? What's your docket? Can I do a video game? Can I do a video game? You can do a video, video game. Oh, Lord, my. Do a video uh, game. Why not? Do what have I done? Can I do what it? Is can I do it? <laughs> what have you done, Howie? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, XCOM 2. Good game. Yeah, yes. You bit. guys played a lot of that last night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we played true. Borderlands 2. Yeah, we did. We went which, back which we got old school. Steam sale for five bucks, which is... With that's all actually really fun. Yeah. Some collection, yeah. With everything, everything DLCs. that's ever come out for Borderlands Two for five bucks, that was a good. They kept releasing stuff for a long time for that game I've... because of its popularity. Yeah, they sure did. And the third one's coming out what later this year, next year. Something. Funny thing is, I set the I set the launcher to start me up in my ultra wide resolution. But it had my Steam like cloud settings from years ago from the last time I played the game. So I started up and it was in like it was in like 1024 by 768. Oh no. And I was like, oh God, no, the game's too old. And I went in and sure enough, it at max settings has 2K ultra wide. And I was like, oh, this is nice because it runs at like a billion frames per second. <laughs> it's such a smooth game. It is. But it's I still old, have no idea why. what. I still have no idea what's going on. Nope, not a clue. Kind of shoot in a direction of shoot an things, energy. and yeah, and then you spec fire and go up against an entire two hours of fireproof dudes. That sucked. <laughs> that was insane. That was. And then Corey's just standing there, and we're like, uh, "Where's Corey? Uh, he's AFK. He's just standing there. Now he's <laughs> that dead." Like, hey guys, I'm back. I was just pissing. Okay. <laughs> had a really long cutscene, and they were talking really quickly, and I couldn't get a word in, so I just got up and went to the bathroom right before apparently a boss fight started. <laughs> Kept resing him. Yeah, I like, came oh, back. Someone was in the oh, process of resing me, and uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, I'm like, well, he's shooting now, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so played that XCOM two, good game, uh, turn-based strategy game with uh, aliens. Uh, nice. I guess we really, really didn't talk yeah. about what Overwatch is. <laughs> Overwatch is oh, a yeah. shooter with yeah. heroes that you select from. Yeah. Yep. Brought to you by Blizzard. Brought to you by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, Rocket League. Got to get my 80s stuff on. Yeah, Night Raider. I cannot wait for the Night Raider. Oh, oh man. man. My favorite. I want it to play the theme Michael. music as it's burning. Oh, that. I want the noise, the boost noise on 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 that on the car to turbo boost engage. Yes, yes, that's all I want to hear. Oh, so I don't oh, know if man. I'll get it because the Ecto One doesn't even do the. <clears throat> it just makes yeah. the sound of the uh, of the Which proton is, pack neutron one. Or whatever, one of the cool things about the uh, um, uh, Metatron, uh, Megatron, uh, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought I would get it, but I can't. I couldn't either, so that's why I kept one of, going. One of the first themed cars that came out. Uh, wow. Jurassic Park. No, before, oh, Batman? No, before that. Before uh, the Batmobile, there was a theme? Uh, the, uh, uh, Marty McFly. Oh, uh, the DeLorean was DeLorean. Yeah. Oh, the DeLorean. The DeLorean yeah. was a great yeah. car. Oh, I still use it sometimes. I don't. I don't. I, I'm it's a of, wide, flat, like paddle. I've resorted. I've I've resorted to like settling into octane. I'm one of those. Octane people. is awesome. One of the default uh, cars is just so. so it's a good all arounder. It's yeah. a good flyer. I like, I like the. Uh, is it the '89 Batmobile? I really yeah. like that. <clears throat> I haven't used it much. I have it set up because that's one of my favorite movie cars of all time. But I of all time, all time. So. <clears throat> Anyhow, so say we all. I'll go ahead and continue because I know Mike's probably not going to say a video game, so might as well join up thematically. <laughs> all right, I have spent an Fine. inordinate amount of time playing an old game that is I wouldn't call it abandonware because I thought it was kind of abandonware, but then there was a patch a couple of days after I played, and what? apparently there's some new content coming. But I've been playing Space Engineers, Space, which I'd mentioned before. Engineers in space. We had a friend set in up a, a multiplayer server, friend of the show. Set up a multiplayer server and uh, and it's like my Minecraft itch and combined with my like technological progression itch mm. are being scratched dramatically. Plus, these random things fall out of the sky that you have a chance of getting like a, a an aesthetic piece of your suit out of. So it's kind of like I mean? a loot box. Yeah, yeah. Loot box. You just go up and you hit a button. It's like, hey, you have a chance to do a thing. And you go, okay. And you, go, you, you didn't get a thing. You go, all right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rip this thing apart for parts and take it back and build it into my base or whatever. But uh, like all of these things mixed together, plus the progression of like, all right, we got into space. Okay, we're going to go for the moon. Okay, we got to the moon. All right, now we got to get to a different planet. And I got to tell you, we went, we got in deep. We built a giant, essentially 3D printer inside the game so that, because what you can do in this game is that you got Steam Workshop support and people can design things and then put them up on the Steam Workshop. And in the game, there's a tool that you can build that projects designs. And so as hmm. long as you have the stuff, you know, collected the materials made. To I got it. the stuff. You can go right, like walk up and like, you're literally like welding the designs into place from this projection, like this, like, uh, like, uh, uh holo hologram. Okay. Mm, holograms. But there's these machine scale tools that do the same thing. Like you have a welder that you do that with, right? Well, there's like a, like a, a station scale or ship scale welder. And we put a couple hundred of these <laughs> on pistons. We lower them to the ground. We project right in the middle of it. And we raise a projection a little bit at a time. It's the control thing. And we have all these pistons and these welders connected to our station's parts inventory. So you don't even have to keep going back and forth and getting parts. You're literally just like, you raise it up uh, like a half a meter or a meter and hit the button. And it's like, it just starts building stuff in front of you. And it's like, am I, does it feel like cheating that I'm pulling in other people's designs? Because I still like to design stuff from scratch and just build it as I go. But there's something really cool about the fact that we've built this giant manufacturing 3D printer <laughs> that we just make ships just suddenly just and appear. And like suddenly parts won't fill in like, oh, we need more of this material. So we'll like set the manufacturer to produce a bunch more of that material. And then we raise it up and, and it just, it's so rewarding. Cause we like to do this, we had to build this giant thing. We didn't know if it would work or if the game would freak out. They call it summoning Lord Clang when the game, <laughs> the game mechanics kind of fight Lord themselves and everything Clang. just explodes and it's horrible. <laughs> and it makes this horrible awesome. sound and Oh God. Uh, but like, it's fun building that machine 
was so much fun. Like, and I put the skeleton of it together and then like a couple of us were on there and we're all like floating around and like actually filling in because we have to build the machine by hand. But by doing that, then we don't have to build the ships by hand because the machine builds the ships for us. And I don't know, man. I, I'm getting all excited just talking about, like, I'm going to go play some more Space Engineer. I played Space Engineers back in beta. There was no planets or anything like that. We're on a planet. It was just, you know, in space here, do some stuff, play with the physics. And now to do this, like, I still can't tell you that there's like legit progression to the game other than, you know, building units so you can build better units and stuff like that. But like, wow, that creative itch. And then getting to the point where it's like, all right, I've done all the creative stuff. Now I just want to build other people's toys and play with them. Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun with this old game that still is a resource hog. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of that. I've been doing a lot of that. Mike, what's going on? What's what's on your docket? All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to subvert expectation and I'm going to name what? a game. You <laughs> You're the son of a bitch. My I God. am the son of a bitch. So, but I am not the same level of gamer that you guys are, not even close. Oh, <laughs> you are way no. above us. No, I, uh, not even the same league, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, not even kind of. Discovered but, a uh, game called Words with Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, just got my NES Classic. Oh, that's Ooh. right. You got the NES Classic. That's right. I have been tweaking. Thank there are you, so many you. games on there that I want to re refamiliarize myself with. I want to get all the way through like Mar Super Mario Brothers. Do you and, remember how hard they were now? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> they were very hard. Back when you when $50 was a, a <laughs> lot more money than it is now. True that. And a game oh, cost yeah. that. And you were like, all right, this is it till Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you, I got a crappy yeah. game. And it's, that's all right. I got a master. It's January 1st. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to master Hubert. You'll see. Uh, I got to get Super Mario Brothers and I got to get <laughs> Zelda. Those are the two that I got to get. But right now I'm working on Punch-Out!! Which, oh, which oh, it used man. to be called Mike Tyson's Mike, Punch yeah, Out. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Is Mike Tyson even not in that it? era now. they dropped that because of all of the 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 allegations. Yeah, it's been a while, but licensing too. So right. apparently in the game he's now called Mr. Mr. Dream. Dream. <laughs> oh, that was the case even then. The was Mike Tyson's okay? label was only on there for a <laughs> for a short relatively time. short okay. time. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So you yeah, can tell he's going to hit because he winks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, learning all of their tells yes. and punch out. That's been that's been fun remembering all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not King Hippo as, is fun. King Hippo is the greatest. Yeah, man. King Hippo yeah. Hit, hit the little band aids on his belly button. <laughs> yeah. He pulls up his pants. He's like, whoop, whoop, yeah, and his pants fall down, and you just clock him in the face. Man. That's right. Oh, the pants. Soda Popinski. <laughs> so, not quite the soda. Glass pop. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, glass, glass Joe. Joe. Yeah. What was that? After Glass Joe, the dude with the mustache, uh, uh, Kaiser, uh, Ky yeah, Von no, it was the guy with the with the uh, rose in his mouth, right? No, so no came after, him. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's after, yeah. yeah that's no, like the second round. You got to get the yeah. Von Kaiser was Von in there, Kaiser, right? and then uh, the Tiger guy. Yeah. Oh man, the Tiger guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that goes I just I've never forgotten circles. Soda Popinski because I felt like that was the greatest <laughs> the, name ever the given. Pack, the pecs, that, <laughs> yeah. that wiggle, the wiggling pecs. <laughs> Good stuff, man. So I subverted expectation. I named a game. Yep. You but sat I, 26 inches from your television and played your next class. <laughs> on your knees. No, with I those got cables. No, I got my remotes, man. Oh. I, got, I got my uh, wireless remotes. We're we're good to go. But how can, well do those work? Well, they they do good. Unbelievably, there have been some throwback consoles with wireless that are not so great. 
they they work, and I got an unexpected bonus. I didn't realize that Ooh. when I bought these, that it has the turbo button on it. <gasps> oh, <laughs> now turbo! you're playing with a Ness advantage, dude. I know, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm oh, like, whoa, man. I got the turbo. You got to play some Super Spike V ball with that. Do you guys remember? Do you remember how, how the 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 war amongst uh, opinions of children? Between whether the classic controllers, the NES Advantage, or the what was the what was the uh, stick, the arcade stick called the NES Advanced? Uh, was it the? Advanced? Oh yeah, that, that there was a NES the Advance, and was the stick called the Advantage? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah may have that's been. what it was. Yeah. yeah, and my see, my buddy yes. swore by the Advance because he loved having the turbo buttons, but I hated the slidey. I didn't like the the thumb pad at all. Yeah, uh, as opposed to the normal D pad. And then I had friends who swore by the arcade stick, and I was like, "Are you kidding me with this? Yeah. I mean, you're just playing pretend. Yeah. It's not it's not better. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretend." <laughs> That thing was huge. Oh, it was monstrous <laughs> in my little tiny kid fist. <laughs> Trying to find a place I, to put it, too. <laughs> you had to actually, like, lean to press the buttons. They were so gigantic. Every time I played at my friend's house, he always gave me that one. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst. One. It's big You're and expensive. Enjoy your handicap. <laughs> my friend always made me lay down next to the power pad. <laughs> I had to pound with my hands and elbows. <laughs> Got a good workout. And then a kid pulls out the power glove, and you're like, "I'm leaving. I'm going home. Yeah, this isn't fun I hate anymore. You. We're not friends anymore. You play with Rob the robot. <laughs> all right, so I got I got a list of all the uh, opponents and. All right, Tyson. there we go. Oh, this should be interesting. Right. 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 down memory uh, lane. Glass Joe. <laughs> yep. Von Kaiser. Uh-huh. Yep, Von Kaiser. Yep. Piston Honda. Piston Honda. Oh, there we go. Piston yep. Honda. Uh, Don Those Flamenco. Are, that's the Flamenco. Oh, yeah. Flamenco. He's yeah. the Rose guy. Yeah. yeah. King okay. Hippo. King Hippo. Hey, great Tiger. Yep. Yeah, the great Tiger. Oh, bald, bald Bull. Bald Bull. Oh, he was the worst. He, yeah, he charged you. You have to hit yeah. him just right yeah. when the camera yeah. flash happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Piston Honda rematch. Yes. Soda oh, Popinski. Yeah. Soda. Bald Bull rematch. Don Flamenco rematch. Match, Mister Sandman, oh, Mister Sandman, Macho Man, or, oh, yeah, Super Macho Man, yeah, Super, super macho, macho Man, yeah, yeah then Mike Tyson slash Mister Dream, yeah, oh. nice, Good stuff. goosebumps, those are fun, now, weirdly, those are fun, man. And then in between those, you just you just take a leisurely jog with your trainer on. That's bike. right. Now and you write down the codes, remember, yeah. so you can skip ahead. Yeah, <laughs> that's your save game. Yeah. Do you guys, did you guys ever play the arcade version of Punch Out? No. Yes, and, no. and you like see through it. You like, yeah, yeah. and you, you like it, put your hands on like yeah. the gloves. You're not, oh, like, wow. you're not like little Mac. You see through little. Yeah, Mac. he's like almost full Whoa. screen, but he's like a, like a pink outline hologram. Right. And you're, no. and, and so you just, you really just see, up, you just see the fist. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, I remember man. that one. That was man. fun. That was really interesting. Fun. Yeah. Right. Oh, the old days. Yeah. Back when I'd love to see that version again. Boy, that's that was the '80s since I've seen that. Man. Mm, I used to play wow. that at Six Flags Great America. I know. We used to do it. At, <laughs> I used to do it at Indiana Beach. There you go. <laughs> Indiana how, many, how many tickets did that cost? <laughs> <laughs> too many. Far too many. There's more than corn in Indiana. Yeah, that's, that's what they right. say. Indiana Beautiful. Beach. Know, not many people knows that. Know that. Well, I'm a crow so based on an old racist Disney thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheap because it's racist. That's right. Nice. Speaking of cheap and racist, uh, I think that means it's time for some news. 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 Our news is cheap and racist, isn't it? Fifty <laughs> percent of the time, I'd say. Bring it on. Well, we got to keep the Star Wars in the news, right? Right. Therefore, yeah. Daisy Ridley in the news this week. Oh, boys. I love Daisy Ridley. She's symmetrical. I love her so much. <laughs> She's symmetrical? she got a pretty smile, doesn't she? She does. 
Daisy Ridley has been making the rounds. <laughs> She's been on some podcasts. Uh, USA Today recently interviewed She does podcasts? Her. Wait, wait. wait. She, she did a podcast. She was on our podcast. Does she educate herself before she accepts? <laughs> I, I was yeah, she doesn't one, listen uh, to him before she goes on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying, do we have a chance? Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. I, already, I, already, I did a one-on-one interview with her, guys. Sorry. <laughs> You Sorry. son of a bitch. Sorry. Yeah. She, 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 she because Derek's the... mom lets you call her yeah. things doesn't mean that that's the actual Oh, person. My mom is oh, not Daisy Ridley that. for the last time. Gee. <laughs> 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 but she acts so good. All right. So Daisy <laughs> Daisy this week, a couple of few revelations. Uh, apparently she made some comments about... Uh, Meeting with uh, Colin Trevorrow and and kind of commenting what? how different his version of I would Ep think so would have been, and uh, but the it's big probably the more big dinosaurs, one, lots more dinosaurs, a lot more dinosaurs, Wait, many much twenty percent more dinosaurs, more Ron <laughs> Howard's android daughter. <laughs> uh, the big reveal from her um, is that the question of her, of Ray's parents will absolutely one hundred one hundred percent be answered. In episode nine. So, so I thought it was already there will be no question as to the Ray parentage once we are done with this film. So if you were How is that possible? I don't I thought they were just What if I just choose not to believe money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's just gonna be no question. So but the big Wait a one, minute, this is a JJ Abrams movie. She could be lying out her teeth. That's the JJ Abrams <laughs> movie policy. It is not con. Con Union soon is her uh Dead? No, no. Her name's like Bob Jones or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ray Nunez. The, uh, the uh, comment that she made that kind of raised a few eyebrows this week. I don't know Ooh. if you guys saw this, but uh, I like Daisy Ridley. Was uh, it, wait, wait, wait. What, was this information solicited by someone or did she just burst out J.K. Rowling style with information no one asked for? And now everybody's like, no, wait a second. I think they asked what? for directly. Okay. So Ooh. USA Today interviewed her and uh, the subject of The Last Jedi came up. And essentially, Daisy Ridley said that she, in quotey fingers, wasn't surprised that fans uh, had, I don't know, some distaste for The Last Jedi. Oh, uh, whoa, which, wait a minute. Kind of Maybe she the, will come on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just went up uh, like a, a hundredth of a percent. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> One, we're at point zero zero. So this, of course, 100% more than what we had. <laughs> this comment, of course, set the uh, internet in a tizzy. Uh, of course, uh, Last Jedi haters are now commenting that they are justified in their hate. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because if they don't, if they still don't like Rose, they're still massaging his pig <laughs> dogs course, that live in their mama's basement. But of course, then the other He's side fine. of the coin is that uh, everybody on the other side, the apologists, are claiming that they're taking they're taking Daisy Ridley out of context. So <laughs> I, I guess you get to choose which one you believe there. But uh, Sweet. I, I just thought it was interesting that she made that comment, and this is something that we've said the whole time. It's it's pretty much she was saying, you know, hey, it's a movie. You know, if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's. At the end of the day, it's a And then there's movie. Mark yeah. Hamill going, I mean, everybody gets all into this, but I mean, it wasn't what I would have done. <laughs> but I mean, it's a film. I mean, but it wasn't what I would have done. I love, I love Mark movie, Hamill. And I definitely wouldn't have interpreted it this way, but it's a movie. I love that he can't keep his mouth that he has the stones to do that, that. he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's just like I'm done. What are they going to do? Fire I'm me. I'm dead. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? 
He's like, bring it on. They've got their plans. It doesn't matter what I say. Nope, not at all anymore. So. I got work in a booth to do till I'm dead. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, interesting stuff there from Daisy Ridley. Uh, Spider-Man, you guys Spider-Man fans? I like the Spider-Man. Wait, wait, wait. Spider-Man 3? Wait, like the, just the character? Just, and if you just say no, then I'll be like, yeah, I'm a Spider-Man fan. Uh, uh, yeah, I like the Spider-Mans. All forms of Spider-Man. Specifically, though. Okay, on average, I am on a average, fan of Spider-Man. Fan, it's probably average, my okay. top five, I'd say. Spider-Man in the MCU. Ooh. I uh, do like um, MCU Spider-Man. Best Spider-Man ever. How, like, would you, how would you rank the Spider-Man? So let's just go there. How would I, I number rank one. the Spider-Mans? Yeah. Which one? Who's at the top of your list? Mm, I'm going to tell you Tom Holland. Current Spider-Man. Tom Holland. As but number dude. one. Yep. He's cool. He like Robert Downey Jr. did in a surprising way, uh, by leaning into owning the character on and off screen. Yeah. He accepts the fact that whether he's in a movie or just appearing in front of a crowd, to a lot of people, especially kids, right. he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And he doesn't have just like Robert Downey Jr. surprised everybody and said and accepted that this is me. I'm Iron Man now. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I respect I respect that kid so freaking much for that. And he's just so enjoyable. He's likable. Likable as heck. Having said that, yeah. I think that um there there's definitely probably a debate here, but I think I like Andrew Garfield over Toby Maguire. Really? Yep. See, that would be controversial. Wow. And the reason why is because Andrew Garfield making sarcastic quips is more believable than the corpse sure. of Toby Maguire being resuscitated <laughs> to make sarcastic quips. <sighs> yeah, they, Andrew, you know, all three of them are very different. They yeah, really are they in their really approach. Are. I, I still like the Maguire version. I, I like, say. no, Spider-Man 1 is good. Spider-Man 2, although it has its weird parts, I loved. But Spider-Man 3 was just an abomination was, yeah, was, that made me, it's like, it's right. like but, the Matrix sequels. I don't like the ones I liked as right. much because of the other ones I don't. Sure. Right. You dance down the street. you guys? How <laughs> yeah, did. My favorite Spider-Man is the one, is actually a group of Spider-Mans. That run oh. around uh, yeah, all like good. comic cons and things like that, where yeah. they just get together and they just run around. Oh, I thought you were going to say yeah. the end of the Spider Verse Spider Man's. Yeah, that's mine. You know what? <laughs> I was going to say that. I just saw Nicholas that. Cage. I just saw that. Yeah, was legit. Spider Noir. Ca- they were all legit. They dude. were all legit. <laughs> in yeah, that were. movie, Spider Ham, <laughs> who was voiced by none other than who was it? I don't know. John, John Mulaney. Ah, oh, there we Mulaney. go. He was the voice of Spider Ham. <laughs> Couldn't have picked it. They a leaned into one. it a little heavy, but still, he it was, was okay. Perfect pick he, for that. There was just enough of him in that movie that it was funny. Yeah. But uh, God, yeah. I love that movie. That That's, was great. We watched it. My daughter and I watched it all the way through twice. In the kids, the, last ki- the few kids saw it before I did, Bad. and they it's begged me. They're like, "You got to watch this movie." It's so my it's kids forced it, me to it, watch it, it. You know, hey, Lord Miller, yeah, man, Star yeah, Wars totally. rejects Lord Miller. Yeah, right? I'm glad man, they the did movie. that instead of Solo, though. Yeah, <laughs> and and my my feeling on this because you know Lord Miller behind the Lego movie. My <clears> right. my assumption on this because the I felt like the early teasers for Into the Spider Verse yeah. had like a normal amount of frames in the animation, and then the late trailers were like way reduced. Like the Lego movie was way like the Lego gotcha. movie was artificially right. reduced in frames to make it feel like they're on the two. And I feel like that had no place in this film at all. And it bothered me a lot, but I got over it because the characters in the story were compelling enough yeah, that, and, right. and it was just really enjoyable. It was a good story. Oh man, really that was so that great, it so was good, very good. like Miles Morales for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, Miles was great. I love that he was the center of the film, but the the two Peter Parkers were great too, man. Yeah. Two different versions was, of Peter Parker. That was, was great. Uh, Chris- 
Chris Pine was the first Peter Parker, I think. Spoilers. Yeah, the, 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 the perfect Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the, the second Peter Blonde Parker Peter was Parker. The, the dude from uh, New Girl. Who I that's probably my favorite Spider Man right there. Yeah, the, the, he was hilarious. The gut having sweatpants <laughs> yeah. wearing Spider Man. The sweatpants wearing Spider Man. Oh awesome. my gosh, that's good stuff right there, man. Yeah. He was so good. Like that is, was, I, I at first I was really off put, but you're right. Like halfway through the movie, at some point I switched because the second time I watched it, I love that character yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good stuff there. I'm well, surprised yeah. you don't like the chibi mecha Spider Man girl. Oh yeah, Penny Parker. Penny yeah. Parker, yeah. Oh, I like Spider Gwen a lot. I do actually. I did like her. I, I, I like Spider Gwen. I've never a heard of that lot. character before. Yeah, Spider Gwen was great. Um, but yeah, I'd never seen that character before, so that was new to me. I'm gonna have to do some research on her. I like the Miles Morales though. Yeah, the whole Miles, arc yep. on him like yeah. being like the least experienced one. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah, uh, his relationship good. between him and his. Oh man, yeah, that yeah. emotional gravity was mm-hmm. insane. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have not seen that, you really, you His really uncle do who a favor. is played in the current Spider-Man movie, that man, by Donald Glover, who voiced Miles Morales <laughs> in the cartoons. <laughs> yep. So, spoiler: if you want to hear this, turn it off if you haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> yeah, too late. You already heard it. <laughs> I love the fact that all of them had their uncle Ben. Yes, that was yeah. that gave me chills when I saw. Oh, that you didn't scene. know that? No, didn't know I didn't. That. See, I, I didn't knew realize that. that. No, yeah. uh-uh, not at all. So that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea. So that was really. Neat. It's one of those. It's it's actually you know, it's funny, and it's it's strictly through the love of the the writers of the comics, or the, the love that they have for the source material when it right. comes out, where you realize that in things in the MCU there are universal constants that no matter what universe they're in. There's a there certain are certain things, t- right. like touchstone things. Right. It's kind of like the things that can't be changed in Doctor Who, right? The Doctor Who, they say there are these touchstone events right. that can't actually be changed, despite right. the fact that they can time travel because they have to happen. It's like that. It's like you know, a Spider-Man has to have like an Uncle Ben analog, right? It has to be that, right? Way. And there's got to be a death. And it and used to be that Gwen Stacy was always dead, but right. that has recently but that, changed. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was the opposite in her universe. But yeah. I, <laughs> speaking of that, I loved the. Um, the uh, with great power comes great responsibility in the the other Peter Park. He's like, stop, stop, don't even say it. Don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. It's like Rogue One. I have a bad feeling about... <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Perfect. Perfect movie. Yep. But we are talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And apparently Spider-Man Homecoming's doing all right at the box office. Good. Oh, great. And, I feel uh, like the timing for this movie was strange. I don't know why I feel that way, but I legit do. And well, I haven't gotten out to see it yet. It has, I think some people are, are um, crediting Endgame maybe with some of the success. Well, kind yeah, because this is more the closest thing to a direct sequel. Right. Yeah. This is, yeah. and people are interested in seeing what's going to happen mm-hmm. post MCU. A and lot of people I, it, are. <laughs> which is similar to what maybe what Captain Marvel experienced. Yeah. They, they sandwiched that between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. But some it people- had the unfortunate thing of being right before Endgame came out. And so there was also kind of that little, I don't know. I felt it like it made a lot of money. So it did. I feel like it could have done better in a different, really? if it were released. At See, a I don't time. know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on its own. It would have. Yeah, you're right. Might've been people thirsting for end game. Well, I mean, prior, prior to that people, I mean, this was the direct tie in. Now it, the movie ended up not really being a tie in at all, Yeah, but. I think that's what got people out to see it. Yeah, you're and then and then right. maybe here with you know at least that's the theory with uh, with homecoming that uh, are not homecoming uh, far from home 
that uh, this is so what maybe are the numbers? benefiting from that bump. So right now, numbers guy. <laughs> right now, yeah, uh, crunch him. Do on math. A, on a $160 million budget, <laughs> domestically, it has made $230 million. Uh, oh, foreign ooh. box office, three hundred ninety-two. Now it's been out for like two weeks. So it came out yeah. July 2nd. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, cow. doing pretty good. It's projected um, to do, let's put it this way. It's projected to be the, the highest grossing Spider-Man of all of them. Over $600 oh, million. It's going oh, to overtake. They're I'm saying, picturing somebody in a high office at Sony Pictures closing their windows and sighing relief, <laughs> stepping down <laughs> off the radiator. <laughs> which, now which we can make that live action. Because that Spider-Man 3, as bad as it was, made all the money. Oh, that's well, well, that's because Spider-Man 2 was epic. Right, right. Exactly. Epic. Currently, it's number six of a Spider-Man series. Yeah. Well, supposedly, well, according to, to Cinema Buns, Cinnamon Buns, <laughs> they're uh, projecting that, uh, or at least someone's projecting that this is going to overtake and be the best-selling. So, if you have not that seen seems it, seems unlikely, but I would love yeah, to see I don't it know. happen. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. it's I great. We'll I accidentally read a spoiler, and I'm not going to spoil uh, it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, unless, I haven't seen unless, it, unless you're going to tell credits, me, hey, guess what, Mr. Mysterio? Actually, then, well, yeah, I know that. Blow it. I was blow glad to mind. see that Mysterio actually had his helmet on because so far I haven't seen that. Yeah, but I've he, seen yeah, some yeah, images see now. Hall and all the I've seen some images with the helmet, which kind of you can't do, Mister Mysterio, without or, that. Yeah, or excuse me, Mysterio. Now. Mysterio, Mister Mysterio. It wasn't mm. Mister Mysterio way back in the day. Mister Mysterio was his father. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of Mr. Mixelplick. I don't know. All right. So speaking yeah, of the MCU Avengers Endgame, <clears throat> now you guys uh, remember a couple of weeks ago that there was uh, they're going to add a couple scenes to yeah. the movie, and then yeah. we're going to push you know past yeah. Avatar. Yeah. We're going yeah. to get there. We're going to make this happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it hasn't happened. Yet. Did they re-release Aww. it? Did that happen? They re-released it. They, they did not tell anybody. With a, they no, told everybody. Well, they did. did they they, did. Was they, there a big they made a push. push. Well, I wouldn't nah. call it a big marketing push. Yeah, but I didn't. I, I would didn't call it zero marketing it. push. Yeah, well, I've seen it a couple times. I wasn't going to go a third time just for and and is it still out? Because my daughter still wants to see it. It's still out. Okay. You can see it. Um, it's probably just on one screen now. Yeah. But I mean, you can you can still see it. But uh, right now we're about thirteen million shy. It's so oh, close. It is so Come close. On. Come on, people, go see it. Oh, Avatar, I hate you. <laughs> now, by the time this recording comes out, it may have pushed past, but as as of this recording, we're about 13 million shy. So, um, yeah. Freaking right. Avatar. Limping, limping, limping across You know the what? Line. Maybe I can actually get my kid to sit through two movies. We'll go see Endgame and then see Spider-Man. And right then see in game again, just to be sure. Well, that's that's, <laughs> that's five hours of movies, boy. I know. Hey, my <laughs> family, my family, every Christmas used to do family movie day. Yeah, and we go Stay out at the theater and see the whole day. Four or five, if we could squeeze wow. in five, but five was hard to do. Woo. But we would start off like the first shows, like eleven a.m. or ten thirty a.m. shows, and we would see like four movies now, in a day. And I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is before stadium seating. Yeah. This is before recliners. Times. Yeah. By the end of before that second movie, times. your Tailbone for the empire, so bad. Yeah, I bet. Oh man, those seats were only now, comfortable for now, a limited I gotta, time. I gotta ask this now. See, back in back in the eighties and nineties, when we used to go to the theater, we'd pay for the first movie. Yeah, then, no, my family just... did not steal <laughs> like yours. So you, go, like you, you didn't, you didn't spend the whole day there and just walk into the next. No, theater. we'd spend a fortune. <laughs> we'd spend a fortune. And I, I remember one time us getting some weird looks because we've been there all day. <laughs> 
But we actually were. We had to buy tickets every time. We literally, like, as soon as the credits rolled, we had to bolt into another movie that we had already bought the tickets for. You guys are sweet people. To get in there because the previews were already ending. Of course, back then, you didn't have 30 minutes of commercials. I feel like it's better than it used to be. I feel like they're down to about five, ten, ten minutes of commercials after, you know, the hour or 30 minutes of commercials that run before. The commercials before, yeah. usually. Yeah. But like now when the actual film, like when it switches over to the other projector, right. you only get a few minutes of commercials and, yeah. and you hit approximately 72 days worth uh, of trailers. I know. I used to oh, love the trailers, more. but even I'm getting trailered yeah. out when I go to see a movie. I'm like, Me let's too. just get Especially since it. they're all on YouTube, the ones that Yeah, there's no excitement to it anymore. There's some that I like to see on the big screen, but for the most part, it's like, "Mm, nah, I'm good. Rise of Skywalker was cool to see on the big screen, Mm, we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Garrick, Mike's wait and see. Star Wars! He's wait and see. Star Wars. last one I had today, uh, Big Lebowski. Oh! Lebowski. I love that movie. And we have been requested to do an episode. This is so weird. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna pull this out at some point. But this is this is That's weird. The best because movie ever made. The timing on this is strange. Now you remember what was it over the Super Bowl where they had a commercial? Yeah, with, uh, with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, <laughs> as the dude, I as the Lebowski, as the dude. Yeah, I missed it completely. El Duderino, if you're not into El the whole Duderino, thing, he did a commercial, and and they were Abides. teasing it like like there was gonna be something. <laughs> And it just ended up being like a beer commercial. It always <laughs> is. It, it was really weird. Is. It was so Aww. strange. Wow. So wow. they actually got Jeff Bridges to quit acting like a cow- <laughs> doing a Western cowboy accent for five minutes to be the dude again. Yes, they did it. They He'd come did out it. talking like Rooster Cogburn in the dude outfit. <laughs> oh, you're a white Russian man. Yeah, he's a 20-year-old older version of the dude. So, yeah. But the dude uh, abides. So anyway, so Lebowski's been kind of in the front of everybody's mind. Well, suddenly we get some news from Cinema Bun, Cinema, 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 Cinema Blunt, Cinema Blunt. There we go. Cinnamon uh, Bun. Uh, Lebowski's getting a spinoff. A what? Sp- oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> because <laughs> apparently you do f with the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the name John of this Turturro? movie now. Yes, John Turturro, and he's producing and directing and all this stuff. Shut it's his, up. It's his deal. About, I'm wow. excited about this. Now the movie. He's a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> the Jesus. Yes. Yes, he is. Oh, I did not know this. He show is the, the character. <laughs> yes, the character yes. is. Not, yeah, John not John Turturro. No, not John. No, sorry, not John Turturro. This changes everything. No, the Jesus is. Yeah, he has to. I mean, I can't tell you what Pete Hogswallop. I don't know. All right, so I guess they are throwing around some titles, and they finally. Settled on Jesus rolls. Jesus rolls. <laughs> Did they forget he was a cow <laughs> Yeah, they are. That plays they into the character. <laughs> He's got what three minutes of screen time in that film? <laughs> it was but enough. He really knows so how to shine that ball. Yeah. yeah, when he's yeah he's sitting there shining <laughs> the his balls. <laughs> that character, like he made, it and licks he, it with his. You know, oh, yeah. you can go watch Quiz Show, and you're like, who is this guy playing this character? This is so awkward. It's it's good, but it's awkward. It must be who he is in real life no john <laughs> can literally do anything he does he re- i i think i don't think there's a role that i've seen him in he's one of those guys that is a chameleon like yeah. uh dang, who's but uh, he's not he doesn't blend in he just creates something <laughs> new and memorable that's completely different than anything you've seen him as true, before. true. Uh, he reminds me of uh who's serious black who's the actor oh uh gary oldman gary oldman yeah you're right oh, from gary one picture oldman. to another you're, you're like, like oh wait, my that's god that's the same guy <laughs> he blends in so much you can re- even remember 
Yeah, yeah, I can't even remember his name. And it's got yeah, literally seriously. old man in the name. You just like passed it off. John Baptiste. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a fan of uh, yeah, John Baptiste. Yeah, I'm we just wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering what the movie's going to feel like because of Big Lebowski being a Coen Brothers. Ah, movie. Yeah, all Coen Brothers movies, even though some of them are very different, and all of them are <laughs> very different from one another, there's still an yeah. underlying feel yeah. that well, you yeah. get. Right. I would say the one, the one where I feel like it's less so is uh, is the man who knew too the man who knew too much, too well, little. No, too Man little. Who Knew Too Little is a great... That's a funny movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the, man the Man Who Knew, knew Too Much, I thought. It was the one with Billy Bob Thornton. Billy yeah. Bob, yeah. Billy Bob. And uh, The Man Who Knew Too Little, that's a Bill Murray film that everyone should see. Put that on the list. That movie, no one saw it, and it is the best. But um, but no, I, I... And maybe No Country for Old Men, but even No Country for Old Men, I felt like had enough of that Coen brother, like, shine mm-hmm. on it. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't forget the Hudsucker Proxy. Dude, the Hudsucker Proxy is like straight up the middle, like Strike Zone Coen Brothers. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Just like the Big Lebowski is. But um, but yeah, I'm wondering, is this Turturro film, is it going to have some of that no, trappy? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, th- sometimes when you, you can't. Uh, you tread down Big these Lebowski's lanes, man. They, they just, they don't. They don't live up to expectations. Well, he doesn't so. have to. It's about a completely different character. It has very little screen. It could be a completely different feeling <laughs> right. film. It could be very well, dark, but, but well, the thing, <laughs> yeah, as be. long as at some point you see, like, I just worry about you see Lebowski. John Goodman in the background and a little coffee can sitting on a seat next to him. <laughs> Donnie, oh no, Donnie, shut the fuck up, Donnie. They're nihilist, Donnie. Not believing anything, Donnie. You're out of your element. You're out of your element. Come on, Mike. Do you even do you even Lebowski, bro? I don't Not roll on well. Shabbos. <laughs> Give me another one of them good sarsaparillas. <laughs> That's oh such my. a good movie. I that's don't know how you should leave it alone. Yeah, see, leave, that's, leave the Lebowski that's alone. Saying, they're, they're leaving it alone. They're picking not even a tertiary character Look, and just doing its own. Yeah, I understand what I you're saying. So. I just have a feeling that Lebowski fans are going to go into this and have a certain expectation. You're, and nah, if it yeah, doesn't you're right. go there. I'm not a Lebowski diehard. I do really, really <laughs> like the Big Lebowski. I'm not, I'm not it far, it's not my favorite Coen Brothers movie, but I really, really like it a lot. It's fun. I'm not oh, a diehard yeah. by any means. Yeah, I don't, oh. I don't know if I call myself a diehard, but I'm close. I, did, I, I, I know however, the diehard. Recently, though. my Your wife friends. asked me what I was listening to. I had my headphones on. I had Pandora playing. I'm listening to my Creedence tapes. Stole my Creedence in the A track. Oh, over the Rhine. Oh, well, boys, that's all I had for news. Oh my gosh, I mean, it's time for the Porkers Bite of the Week. Again? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Porkins. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but Lenny Bruce, the oh, dude with the character in that Miss Maisel show. Oh, oh yeah. But also a real dude in the real life. What? Yeah. Advocate for free speech. In 1964, he was convicted in an obscenity trial. But guess what came later? <laughs> what? A posthumous pardon. The first in oh. New York State history. Posthumous, huh? Wow. It means he had to die before he got pardoned? What's the point? That's, uh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Well, New York's just trying to clean off the dark splotches yeah. on their ledger. Right. Well... That's what it sounds like to me. But hey, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to hop right in. We're going to talk about the Marvelous Miss Maisel tonight, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Appropriate music for yes. that. Yes. Mm, Erotic music. <laughs> what? What? 
Erotic Star Wars music is the perfect music. (laughs) (laughs) This music goes with every subject. It's like peas and carrots. Every topic. So the marvelous Mrs. Maisel... Yes, Marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel yes. was, was being tossed around a lot in news, especially on the entertainment blogs and crap that I used to read <laughs> all the time. All the crap. And I, I still follow some of them at, at arm's length, but at the time, it's just everywhere. In, in Variety, Entertainment Weekly, it's just everything. Marvelous yeah, Maisel. True. I was just like, ah, that show just sounds like a turnoff. Because yes. in today's day and age, you get a lot of shows that are featured around these like ingenues that are not that... That's a big word. They're not that Compelling, and it just didn't sound compelling. What's an orange? Is that a pepper orange? Like an orangelo? Yeah, I'm gonna let y'all do your own little vocabulary trips, and 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 it's actually grow those in Georgia. Orangelo, Uh, uh, and it says tart. Yes, and tangy as tartar as orangelo. But um, (laughs) I I uh, and I I wasn't like it was one of those things. They're like, well, everybody's raving about it. I should give it a shot. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Whatever. I really didn't know anything about it. And there, Garrick one day. You guys watch that Ms. That Ms. Maisel show yet? Yeah, you guys, you guys should watch it. It's and good. I'm like, no, is it good? And Garrick's like, dude, like he's like, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I, th- I think you'll love it. <laughs> I don't know, but I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right. And oh my gosh, the hook was set from like 30 seconds into the show. Oh, my nice. wife and I are addicts <laughs> of okay. the marvelous Miss Maisel, an Amazon original. There, you got the, Amazon you the Prime. Prime. Yeah, the Prime. Uh, yeah. A friend of the show actually said, "Hey, we got like a free month of Amazon Prime. What should we watch?" I'm like, "Marvelous Miss Maisel, just do it." Just yeah, don't even ask That's me. That's it. Other ones. Don't watch anything else. Yeah, don't watch anything till you're done. I don't even <laughs> care. You got to watch Marvelous Miss Maisel. So why the show with this little quirky font, Marvelous Miss Maisel? Why on earth are we talking about this show here today? Oh my gosh, there there's so many aspects to this. I mean, mm-hmm. just everything from well, I mean the 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 topic itself itself, which is a female comic in the nineteen fifties, yeah, which is just a, a was Jewish of. a Jewish. Jewish female comic in New York City, yeah, right. Um, on top and, of that, and that that's an important part of it. That's it is. I mean, that's that's I mean that's that's the main driving plot, right? But around this, you've got the costuming. Oh my god, oh, the yeah. cars, just yeah, <gasps> the setting. I mean the 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 oh yeah, I, I just. Places that are real places that don't exist anymore right. exist and right. are there in the show, and they're inside of them. You're like, where is this backlot where you've created all these historical places? The amount of money that they spent on this series, so far anyway, we're two seasons in, is unbelievable. It's just mind blowing, really. Yeah. I mean, it, this is cinematic quality. It, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, how can they afford to do this? Right. How would, <laughs> I, mean, I know this is great, but uh, how can Amazon? Is there Amazon? And it's they just have literally all like Jeff Bezos, like Christmas present to his ex wife. <laughs> I mean, what? right? <laughs> what on earth is, how can you fund a TV show like this and make this money back? Okay, so you got that soundtrack. The soundtrack's oh. amaze balls, oh, man, right? Oh my gosh. All so this good. big band music. That's why we kicked off with the Andrew Sisters. Right. Yep. You, know, you know, all this big band music and then all these like little like all these little quirky tunes that are like B-sides <laughs> from the 50s that you're like, how have I never heard this before? Right. Plus a ton of music that are the, the the Glenn Miller songs and stuff that you do recognize from that era or from before that era, even. 
and probably most important to me. Well, there's a couple. I mean, the writing is is, is amazing. Good God! I mean, just oh, it's it's the very. Dialogue. I was going to say crap. it's very dialogue. very dialogue heavy. Everything in the movie is this fast paced, and every time anybody's talking, it's going about this fast. <laughs> and well, especially Mrs. Maisel. Every time she's speaking, you know, Midge Maisel, she's going to be talking this fast and everything. Other thing. And then you get Tony Shalhoub, and he's he's her father, and he's just trying to get through the day and. I just want to go teach. I love it. I can't do impressions of them, but I can hit the pace. I know that. The writing's amazing, but I mean, what you're alluding to, though, is the performances by the actors. This actor. The cast. The cast is. How? uh, Where do they got these people and and the performances that they're pulling out of them? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's, There's literally no weak link. None. in the cat they're None. like None. I, I was first. trying to think of okay like who who do i not like and there's nobody at like, first i <laughs> thought joel was going to be the weak link but it's just because no. you see his weakness <laughs> yeah. as his character right, right. but then yeah. you see him go through his character oh arc and struggle with, <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh my god this guy's amazing right dude all the way down to her son a little the boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean oh <laughs> as Garrett pointed out yeah played by Twins. I twins. Didn't play I'm pretty yeah. sure Howie pointed that out. Howie, 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 Howie pointed like out Howie everything. Pointed out. <laughs> Seriously. Everything's Howie's idea. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> but the other noticeable thing about this cast, too, and we'll get into this, is it's a great mix of pseudo-unknowns and very well-known. Yeah, like that have been around Levi, forever and ever. It? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like Shazam himself, <laughs> his Billy Baston. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's season two. Yeah, right. in season two. Mm-hmm. So okay, this show is on right now. There's a third season coming out this year. But there are two seasons out there for you to binge so far. They are completely different from one another. In fact, season two has two arcs in it that it's like there's like a few episodes and then the rest of the season. And and it's like it's like two smaller seasons in a season and and they're both great. But like season one, if if season one had never had anything else, if there had never been any more story of season one, that would still be one of the best seasons of television ever created. I agree ever created so yeah you're in the let let me lay it down for you just real quick on the premise before we go into any more of the celebratory and the quoting and all that stuff that we um 1950s uh and you have the perfect jewish housewife and she is perfect in every way from you know down to like she doesn't take off her makeup until after her husband falls asleep (laughs) they they go to sleep together (laughs) they go to sleep together and after he's asleep she gets up (laughs) takes off all her makeup puts on her cream puts on her mud mask gets her hair back blah blah blah, and she she wakes up before he wakes up to put it all back on again so he never sees her (laughs) other than perfectly 1950s television perfect (laughs) and it's it's Almost unbelievable, except you see her mother do the same thing. Yeah, her, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like they do the exact same, and, and, and that's the way she's learned, the way she's raised. Now, but she's also got like this rapier wit. You know what I mean? Just absolutely quick wit, which is how they do that is amazing because the dialogue in the show between all these characters. The dialogue is witty. Even if the characters aren't witty, there's oh, constant fast. wit. Yeah. Constant so fast wit. and but witty. The character manages to be a, a wit level on top of that. And I'm just like, what, what geniuses came together <laughs> to be able to pull this off in the writing? But anyhow, uh, one ends up happening is there, you know, her husband wants to be a comic, but he's a comic like people are like, who, who, he's a comic like J.J. Abrams is a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
in the sense that he likes comedy, but he's not really that good at it. And he he just can repeat material. things he's already seen. <laughs> Perfect. I know. Get I know. On, You're baby. welcome. I didn't prepare that in advance Get either. On. That was on the moment. <laughs> that was that was on the spur of the moment. And, but uh, he and she is so supportive. And he can get a few laughs. Yeah, he can get a few laughs just by literally ripping off by uh, imitating Bob Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart <laughs> just doing a Bob Newhart sketch poorly. <laughs> right at the gaslight, which terrible. again, the gaslight's a real place that they remade for this show because um, it doesn't exist anymore. But uh, what ends up happening is uh, their marriage starts to fall apart. He's unhappy, despite the fact that she's right there taking notes. She's like almost like his manager. She's helping him out, telling him what was strong, what wasn't, and stuff like that. She's like so in tune with what he's doing and so supportive of everything oh, yeah. he does. And he cheats. He cheats. He just, he's not happy with his life. He's not happy where he's at. And you're like, this scumbag, look at all that. Effort. I mean, you don't feel sorry for her because she is a freaking machine. She has her act together, but you're like, well, this isn't fair, you know? Yeah. And so now that she's like built her life about being the perfect mother, housewife, perfect everything, and it's still everything breaks, she kind of breaks, but she doesn't break like you would think. In most TVs, you're like, oh, she's going to have like a, a total meltdown. No. It's 1950s, It's a right? 1950s, so right. So it's a different kind of breakdown. It's a different kind <laughs> of breakdown. She just ends up like the end of the first episode, just as I'm going to spoil a little bit because it's the overall premise of the show is the result. She breaks down, goes back to that club, ends up grabbing the microphone on stage and just does this diatribe monologue based on what's going happening in her life in a very real, no-holds-barred kind of way, which was not heard of for female comedians, what few there were at the time. I mean... A few years later, you'd get like Joan Rivers doing the, you know, a decade later, sure, Joan right. Rivers doing the same kind of thing and the same actually at the gaslight right. and same places. But, you know, it's on her. And so the crowd is just like gasping and laughing because she is just <laughs> something like they've never seen. And she's literally just ranting. And she's yeah. in her and she's in her uh, nightgown. Yeah, she's in her, <laughs> yeah, she's in her yeah. nightgown when this happens. But uh and and then it ends up there ends up being like a little bit of success and a little bit of interest there. And so what it becomes she gets is, thrown in jail too, right? There. Yeah, she does get thrown in jail because <laughs> oh, yeah, she exposes yeah. herself. Yeah, yeah, she 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 lets the lets the girls out. Yes, uh, <laughs> and gets arrested and put in jail for obscenity. Which, uh, ironically, Lenny Bruce is locked up. Too. Is also locked in there for <laughs> obscenity as well, and she ends up like paying his bail or whatever when she gets out. And and this is one of the brilliant parts of the show. This show is so damn good and so damn compelling that I cannot tell you because I don't know, but I'm imagining it's a ton of people. Because if you Google this, there are a lot of art articles out there whose titles are something to the kind of who is Mrs. Maisel based on? Because people think she's a real person. Yeah, right. This oh, this yeah. is so well done that people and Lenny Bruce is real. Right. And the character yeah. of Lenny Bruce is based on a Lenny Bruce. They basically put this fictional character in into a the pseudo show. real. Were, I mean, based on based real, on like very real, real places, yeah. real people. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. and so and so. There's a lot of people that think that she's there are people who believe this is a historical character and it's not <laughs> at all. It's based on a lot of things, predominantly apparently with the show creator who also created Gilmore Girls. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and Bunheads. Yeah. Don't forget Bunheads. Don't forget Bunheads. <laughs> um, it's based on her father more than anything. But a lot of the research and everything was around like Joan Rivers and a couple other of the early like in the mid fifties comedians that were available. And and but but it's so compelling. It's hard to believe someone made this up. How do you make this up? Like yeah. it's just too. Fitting. So the whole story ends up revolving around the fact that she's like, hey, I like this comedy thing. My husband yeah, left me. She's, she's taking notes of all his like 
comedy yeah. and all its failing. So she's like researched this heavily. Like she knows what, what sells and what doesn't. Yeah. And even though comedy's not even her. her thing, she knows it better yeah. than just about anybody boots on the ground. Like from an, almost like an analytical standpoint. Yes. He's like, oh, well, if you do this, you know, this kills and he, he won't listen to her. So she ends up doing... <laughs> Well, yeah. taking her own advice and and kills yeah and the, and and what's interesting about it is that she approach she approaches the comedy with him very analytically and she's got it all figured out but when she gets on stage she's not thinking about that at all she's just at her best when she is talking about her life yes the rant, completely the rant, unfiltered right. you know cursing and all that getting gasps from the crowd and so, yeah, the show ends up being about she has to move back in with her parents because she can't afford the apartment, yeah. a job. So she goes and she gets a job in a department store, <laughs> but she's also got the the the, the weird night, yeah, chick the who life. works at the gas at the gas oh, light, yeah. played by right? Alex Bornstein. Right. Oh, she's my favorite. Yeah, who you might remember as right. Mrs. Kwan from Mad TV, I but know. you might remember I couldn't more believe that as as Lois Griffin from Family Guy. <laughs> Uh, That's and, her actual voice, and, and, and you know, and, she, and the the best part is that everybody's constantly mistaking her for a dude. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, great. Who is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> her, I'm a lady. Her, oh man, she is probably one of my favorite characters of all time of anything yeah. ever. I mean, like, oh my gosh, actually, second season. Oh my, so God. essentially, she's like the entertainment manager at the yeah. Gas she becomes line, a right? manager, and she wants to be her personal manager because she right. sees something in this chick who's right. not even pursuing comedy, right? And nobody's believing. You know, it's a woman. You can't. You know, yeah. We, she's like, no, she's no, not going to. She's got the goods. You know, right. and and so and of course, you know, she lives in like a one room apartment, and <laughs> the just, bed is like folds up in the yeah, bed. You can't I, open I, the front door. I distinctly remember when she first got her phone. <laughs> and the first time the phone rang, she was sleeping in her bed, and just the 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 the, uh, uh, the physical comedy that There's just came so out much. of her. It There's was amazing. So much physical. Com- I mean, the funny thing is, Alex Bornstein's got like the slower paced physical comedy that's amazing, but there are other people like Midge who's got this high paced physical comedy that's amazing. It's hitting everything from every angle all the time. But you get what you get also is the dynamic of the family as the family's getting torn apart. Oh, so you know, the parents who don't like each other and don't even really like these are these are heavily traditional Jewish families. And 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 very uh, well to do. Yes. And and so Well, yeah, like Tony Shaloub, her father, he's a he's a professor at oh now I can't remember Columbia. Columbia. Columbia, Columbia, yeah. He's a professor mm-hmm. at Columbia. Very, very honored professor of mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> and so Midge Maisel thought she was well off too in her, uh, you know, with her husband. Yeah, he, and he had a great he handles, job. He handles all the finances. She was completely unaware. Yeah. And one of the reasons why he hated his life is he had no money. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's okay because his family's well off and his, his father, played yes. by Kevin Pollack, uh, uh. Yeah, owns their Alex one of my favorite comedians anyway. Yeah. Hey, you house. just like him because he does the best Christopher Walking in town. Oh, oh he does. yeah, yeah his impression. Yeah, yes, he really yes, does. Yes. He was at what? Didn't he? Uh, didn't he do Chris Walken when Chris Walken got a star on the Walk of Fame? He was there doing his impression <laughs> right there. He does the best Christopher Walken. It is yes. Um, but uh, he's yeah, Kevin Paul, comedian. Actor and yeah. imp- and impressionist and mm-hmm. uh, post impressionist. No, yeah, we'll go ahead with yeah, impressionist. Yeah, why not? Follow uh, impressionist I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he, 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 I mean, to have these two father figures because he's he's uh, Joel, the the husband's father, yeah. 
Tony Shalhoub is their father. And they're both traditional Jews, but they're completely opposite traditional yeah. Jews. Yes. Right. Yeah. One's on the ac- academic yeah, side. One's, one's, one's on the like business it, side. Fake it till you make it kind of side. <laughs> yeah. And so they're both, they're both successful. They have successful <laughs> kids. They've raised good kids. They can't stand each other. But they're always getting together because this marriage, we've got to make right. this work. You know what I mean? We bought our seats at the synagogue. And you get these arguments around the dinner table between these amazing... The rabbis the coming. The mothers are We got fabulous. the rabbi. We got the rabbi! <laughs> they, get the rab- they actually get the rabbi to come to dinner and they're You're all right. excited the, about the it. The dinner table scenes are oh. some of the best. Oh my word, the <laughs> the pacing, the way the lines are del- I mean, seriously, between Tony Shalhoub doing his thing and then Kevin, Kevin Pollock, Pollock doing yeah. his thing and then the mother, the mother who's like, well, I'm just like haughty and upset and the other mother who's oblivious to everything going on. <laughs> and then Midge and Joel caught right. in it and it's, there has... <laughs> I've I've never even read like a stage play, which stage plays rely on dialogue more heavily than movies and TV. Right. Okay. I've never read a stage play that has dialogue this witty. Neil Simon would give his kidneys to have written <laughs> Jewish conversation right. this amazing. <laughs> it is hilarious. And it's one and the callbacks, constant callbacks right. to earlier things yeah. and then new things, and then a random happening, like these farcical conversations that are just so believable and yet so completely unbelievable. Right, <laughs> like the, the like time. the uh, the child who's in the 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 window acting like he's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so that's when that's when uh, the manager Susie, played yeah. by Alex Bornstein, uh, she lets uh, another family move into her apartment, and she moves into their apartment, which is even crappier than her apartment. Her apartment's like seriously twelve square feet, <laughs> and this whole family's there. But the phone is wired into her apartment, so she still has to go down <laughs> right. into the there to to do her business over her telephone and you see the family in the background while she's sitting there having these conversations you just watch it they don't say anything and it is the funniest freaking stuff because the kid they don't have a tv set they're an immigrant family so the kids outside just making faces in the window well, and the whole family's TV. got the kitchen chairs set up and they're just sitting there clapping and laughing watching the kid and this is not the focus of the scene this is background if the focus of the scene is what's happening on the phone, and oh, oh gosh. my gosh, I need to watch it all again because I'm I sure know. there's oh, stuff yeah. I've missed. That's you know what I mean? You're making me, you're getting me the itch again. And like, <sighs> and like, there's so much character development from the beginning, yes. from the season one to season. It's insane. For all the characters too. I all mean, the all characters. Are, I don't know how they juggled that. We start off season two and boom, we're in France. And I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so great. Yeah, you got what? And then that's over. Yeah. And then you get you get the season two version of season one's We Got the Rabbi. What's the season two version? Right. We're going to the cat skills. <laughs> yes. Even like even like the, the tertiary characters like uh brother and his wife oh yeah oh yeah so oh my gosh like, yeah. yeah like and you see the in the first season you catch him for a glimpse and you're like oh yeah they're throwaway characters no no not no at like, all. his wife's trying <laughs> to become a legitimate jewish. problem that's right the wife's, wife's trying to become jewish okay so <laughs> she's like doing everything she's, by the book yeah, but nobody she, else is no, none she's of the like, actual jewish people care about any of it <laughs> she's like, like she's fasting <laughs> She's doing this fast and nobody else is doing it. And she's like literally going crazy because she hasn't eaten. eaten. Yeah, she hasn't eaten. And she's also like bathing or rubbing weird stuff on herself to make her more fertile. She she smells terrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have a hard time relating to the cat skills as far as my family taking off the what whole summer. Well, this yeah, is like right? a thing that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. 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 And so going there. But the thing is, the whole 
set of uh, you know scenes and everything that happened at the Catskills, you're like, wow, all the way down to, to the, the colors, the colors that people are wearing. <laughs> Like it's so well orchestrated because what it does is it's making it seem a little too perfect. And the reason why it has to do that is because it's not for her. She loves it. She's always reveled in it her whole life. She was the star of the show, the bell of the ball, but there's something a little off. And so it has to be a little too perfect. And they all ignore the not perfect. Oh yeah. Everyone has to, they'll gossip a little bit, but other than that, you have to just ignore everything that's that no one approves of. And, Oh my gosh! Like I've never seen this kind of jumper. Thing <laughs> Not this well. The plunger, man. Oh, the, the plunger. plunger. <laughs> the plunger. The minute I saw the plunger, I knew it was going to be a bigger thing. Oh, so man. yeah, Susie has to come out. Susie's like, you know, calls like finally each track calls Susie up, and she's like, where Where are you coming back from? When are you coming back from this vacation? When are you When are you coming back? We've got We've got a gig. She assumes. You're gone. You went for on a vacation week. for you yeah. coming back in a week. Yeah. She's like, no, no, we won't be back until August or yeah, whatever. Three months. Like what? <laughs> yeah, we're we're gone for two months. It's the cat goes on vacation for two months. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the cat skills. It, it's the cat skills. How do you not understand? Because you know she's wealthy. Susie's not. Yeah. Even though they're close, they do not understand each other at all. But yet they try. They come together yeah. and stuff. And so Susie goes up to the cat skills to try to manage gigs. <laughs> and up she there. gets a car from. She is does not have. Yeah, shouldn't have any way to fit in up there. Or look like she belongs there in any way because she doesn't look like a worker who's like this happy little worker to make all these rich, wealthy families, Eastern families happy or anything. She's just dumpy chick in her, you know, dumpy clothes. So what'd she do? <laughs> she gets a plunger. She gets a plunger, carries it around with her. Nobody asks you a question if you're carrying a plunger. <laughs> you must be fixing toilets. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is one and of the best recurring gags. Who else? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She finds out she can eat and stay there for free just because she's got a bunch. She finds a bed in yeah. one of the one of the Hogans and just sleeps. And she, <laughs> this dude, figures out. He finds she finds out there's another guy running the same scam, yeah. and he he sees her, and he knows it. Like, he's like, oh. I know what this is. There, yeah, in the one episode where they all thought that she was lost. Oh my gosh, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. I figured it out the second uh, that like it was like they were getting back, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And Kathy's like what i'm like this is gonna be great and sure enough yeah she finds out that even though she thought she was under the radar because she wasn't in bed one night everyone thought she'd wandered off in the woods and got lost there i'm like the whole camp crew is on lockdown trying to find this <laughs> like a master's uh with a uh the radios yeah, yeah all yeah, these people check in, check in. radios yeah. and, and it's hilarious because she does no one's ever given her family does not care about her as much as these total strangers who she's ripping off <laughs> <laughs> oh, the show is fantastic. I I just well, I mean what can and, and let's let's talk about her, you know, her humor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Well just oh. um just the actress herself, Rachel, I can't pronounce her last name and I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but there you go. We had to get one the in. The only thing I'd seen her Rosnahan. in before was the hooker in uh, House of Cards. Yeah, how that yeah. was my so that was the, another reason where I was like, I don't know why I would see this yeah, show. Exactly. I thought the same thing. I saw him like, well, what's she going to bring to the table? Uh, yeah. I mean, not that she didn't do a good job in, in well, House fine, of Cards, but, but it was such a different character. Yeah, and it wasn't much to right. her. It was very small, and yeah, right. That so. Yeah, who would have thought? No, right? I watch this I and I'm mean, like, no, where has no she way. been? This talent, right? And she was the first one cast. Was she? Yeah. So this That's is insane. really kind of almost. 
I don't want to say they, written for her, but they had they, someone they, like that in mind, so they yeah. knew she was capable of something. They but, they picked her out, and then after that, just, you started getting like Shalhoub and and all them, and, right? But going back to her, I mean, her delivery when she's on stage, oh, her delivery when she's not on stage, <sighs> is everything everything yeah. is constantly happening. She's always break. on. It's crazy. Yeah, always on. Exactly. That she is the quintessential definition of always on. And this is someone she's like, I've never had any interest in comedy. I would never get on stage. And you know, she's from Chicago. Right. And some interview said, Would you ever think about getting on stage at Second City? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, Oh no, that would be like my worst nightmare. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but she did her studying, like intense research for right. this role. And I'm just like, I've I don't know that I've ever seen anybody embody a role so thoroughly. And now and and I don't remember who all's gotten awards. Didn't Alex Bornstein get a supporting actress Emmy for this show? Yes. Uh, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Okay. I believe so. And I, I hope so. I, she yeah, deserves, deserves it. it. Yeah, right. And, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if Rachel also has. <laughs> because, guys, I've just never seen a performance like this. Yeah, seriously. And it's not just the dialogue delivery, which is, is spot on. It's, I mean, oh, all yeah. the inflections are there. I mean, the punchlines the are there. Speed of it, right? You're right. The delivery, the speed. I mean, it's the right pace. To, you don't to realize give a punchline. How I mean, many long? I mean, everybody loved the Daredevil fight scene in episode four of yeah, Daredevil season one, or was it episode two? I don't remember. Episode four, Three. right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, that long scene is like one camera shot, kind of. Right. Right. And all this they, they do You that. don't realize right. how they much in this show they don't cut camera. These right. people are performing. Like all the way through an entire scene of rabid dialogue yeah. and and moving around and having to hit cues and pick up a thing and like it is so finely tuned but how how can how can right. it how can they practice it and still make it look right. so right. organic but see uh, what I want to point to also with her it's not just her delivery but it's her physicality too oh, absolutely. I mean she's just I mean it's it's just perfect. It's in perfect unison to how you know to the lines that she's delivering, and I mean it's just you know perfect. Uh, you know she gesticulates in the all the right ways. Yes. Well, and yes. like, mm-hmm. but like she's also 1950s TV perfect. Like she's wearing these big dresses and skirts, and right. when she's moving around and and shifting her body, you know, wearing like a wearing whatever they wore back then around their midsections and all. But jeez, oh, she didn't need to hurt. Good lord, is she fit? Good lord. But <laughs> to the point where she that's measures part of her the calves. Plot. Yeah, she measures her it every is. night and every morning, yeah. measures her thighs and calves yeah. and stuff like that. And that's part of her routine. <laughs> but like the when she's shifting, like the way the skirts and stuff shift, like it it's like Donna Reed perfect. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm even predating myself on that. But but like, you know, every movement is so perfectly orchestrated. Every lean, every pickup, every everything that happens. Right. And I'm just like, are they just all that good at hitting their marks? There's no way they are practicing this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to get it right. There's too much talent on set. There's too much to do. Sometimes success breeds success. Oh, man. (laughs) So when when you're working with good people... Yeah. And you, you all just kind of step up your game together. First off, if anyone ever told me, here's a show, Tony Shalhoub and Kevin Pollack are being, I'm like, no, that's half of the, um, you know, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's half of our like amazing, like, uh, like, like a uh, middle-aged plus Jew, right. Jewish guys. Right. We can't risk having them in the same place at the same time. <laughs> like the Coke formula, we can't do it. And these guys, and it's just the talent. It just explodes out of these scenes. It is I, it's literally like nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It's worth uh, all the hype surrounding it is earned. 
everything. Hundred percent. I, I, I honestly, I cannot come to terms with how the show exists at the quality level that it exists. I can't come up <laughs> on with Amazon. Well, I, I can't come up with, but I can't figure out the process to get even the best performers to have the best dialogue, well, to have the best editing, the best. I mean, right. they are just everything is the best. They're hitting all the marks. But we haven't even talked about the undertones of the message. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, we've got free speech issues that yeah. were uh, here, which Women's. was a big part of why Lenny Bruce makes a makes a, a very good. Uh, it's a very good point to have him as part of the story, right? Because and he's not in it all the time. He's not in every episode. It's just it's touch and go, Lenny Bruce. Um, but he was. By the way, the, the actor that does him, God. Dang. Yeah, he's fantastic so to watch. So fun. He just he's so he's owning. How relax. Own a yeah, scene in the relax. show, but he yeah. does. Everyone owns every scene. I, I can't figure it out. My brain's exploding. Luke, Luke Kirby. Yeah, and oh. and uh, Lenny Bruce was at the center of you know he was a, a free right. speech advocate, and that's why he was arrested for obscenities and right. was on, in all that stuff. Really, he was he pushed all. If if you go to any comedian i mean even yeah. going real back life, to you know going back to you know you know um geez i, I can't think bob of some new of the old timers no not bob newhart but some of the guys in the 70s and stuff yeah you know all of them point to lenny bruce i mean all of those guys all the all guys that you think of, we couldn't do what we're doing if right. it weren't for lenny exactly bruce all the guys the that you think of as as classic you, comedians all point to him it all would you say him. he was the akira Comedians? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because <laughs> he doesn't like put me movie. to sleep. Like the movie, you know? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, but, but I mean, aside from that, too, not just the free speech, but I mean, just women's rights issues oh, and, yeah. and, and well, changing mores. Everything and she's doing culture and is, is not even the stuff that she's doing, like getting a job at that, at their, at their, going up against the guys, going up against the, the guys. Right. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, right. The Rev like, like that was not unacceptable. There were all kinds of girls that worked there. It was unacceptable for an educated woman of her caliber. Right. And then she had to be moved to the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, of yeah. an issue on the floor. She got moved to the switchboard. <laughs> but no, when she's, yeah, and she's everywhere she phones. goes, all the other girls her age fall in love with her because she's got it together. She's Even though her together. life is yeah. spinning right. in the and, and, and that leads to her doing a circuit of parties yeah. where she performs to yeah, owner skills. parties and stuff like that. And oh my gosh. There's no one in the show I don't love. I know it's it's insane. No one. I don't There's understand. Not a single person, all the way down to like the ladies in the hair salon and the cat skills. I want all <laughs> of them to come hang out with me. <laughs> They're wonderful. Yeah, this is one of those. You know, it's it's. You know, I watch a lot of TV with my wife, and mm. you know, when we go out, and we try to you know find new things. You know, we'll watch a few episodes of this or a few episodes of that, and she'll suggest something, and I'll suggest something, and. Once in a while, we'll hit on something that we'll watch together. This was one that the first one out of the gates, we were like glued. Yeah. Like first episode. You're like, it's I, like oh, we're in. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know, you know. Right. And it, and that's a funny thing. It doesn't peak. Yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't peak. It so never far, peaks. It hasn't. Yeah. Right. right. It just maintains that quality in every single episode. And even when it, sometimes it's predictable. You know, like she's sure. up there doing humor and she's talking about her family. I'm like, oh, her father's going to be in the audience. Oh, her father's going to be in the audience. Like, oh, there he is. Yeah, right. It's still great. Yeah. It doesn't matter that I know what they're going to do because sure. they're going to do it so damn well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, season two. <laughs> that was so uh, good. I got to go. I got I to gotta watch them both. I got to watch them both again yeah. before yeah, season two. The nice thing about these two, and I think I've said this before, my um, my taste in these new 
um, TV shows that are being produced like Prime and, and Netflix and stuff. I appreciate them because we're doing like 10 to 12 episodes yeah. a season. Um, episode, our season one for the Miss Maisel, eight episodes. Season two, 10 episodes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect for yeah, that, Justin. I mean, it's it's. You right can actually on. look at the whole the whole uh, France arc, the whole Paris arc, as just the Christmas special between seasons sure, one and two, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought I was going to hate that. I was like, oh, we went off the rails now. <laughs> no, it's you got a dog. <laughs> why does she? Why did she get a dog? <laughs> I mean, it's not even a good dog. Is it even healthy? <laughs> oh my god! Well, I even so- love that whole. The whole thing where he comes out and and you know tries to win her back and then yeah starts trying to get into what yeah. she's into and then the, there's this obviously disconnect where she's like at this we point should we're talking live, about the parents the parents yeah, yeah. we should uh, live here this should be our life <laughs> and he's like well, we no we, we gotta go back home yeah, but I mean this is only temporary you understand that <laughs> we 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 have a home <laughs> Shalom can talk so slow <laughs> and say so much at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible. Oh, I'm like, I'm, I never liked Monk. I like Tony Shalhoub. Oh, uh, I love you, Monk. To, you know, I liked him as uh, the taxi driver in Wings. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, nice. but like, I, I've never, like, I, I've never really been that huge of a Tony Shalhoub fan. Huge. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah. now. I get it why people love Tony Shalhoub. He is a master craftsman. Yeah. Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, with the buck teeth thing that he was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. He had a small head. Oh it's my funny. gosh! Hey, can you do me a favor and check your parents' front closet and see if there's a hole in the back <laughs> with a map inside? Can you see if my parents have stashed any money in your parents' front closet? <laughs> what? Why would she I do that? She why? Came up why? There with a power drill the other day. Yeah. The funny thing she might have snuck in the... a sawzall. <laughs> She she doesn't really stop to ask a question yeah, why. She, yeah. She's like asking the question why why she's getting the stuff to Yeah, to she's look. already yeah. doing it. Yeah. She's he's like, see if my parents hid some money in your parents' closet. You might have to feel around the drywall. He could, I mean, he's not above sneaking in a power tool to hide money everywhere. They're trying to get a loan. They're trying to get a loan. Oh my gosh. It's that guys, marvelous Mrs. Mazel, you there is uh, highly recommended. I can't imagine anybody. Uh, you know, it's funny if it weren't for like some of some of the obscenities and stuff like that. I my parents would love this show. You know, uh, I I don't feel like there's anybody who could not be entertained by this show. Not one to watch yeah. with the kids, but yeah, there's uh in each of the first two seasons, there's uh, one scene of nudity. Yeah, um, just to throw that out there. Yeah, and in the in the in the language. But above that, you know. Yeah. It, 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 oh man, I how could they make this this entertainment? This oh. entertainment? <laughs> how is this story? How is this character? This well, just just like you said. I mean, just how well crafted. I mean, all the way around in every aspect. I mean, it really. You're right. We've we've sat down and tried to think of things that really just don't come together, mm-hmm. and just like like I said, everything from costumes to sets to. The actors, the performances, the writing. I can't come up with it. I'm a critic. I, I critique spot? everything. I right. analyze things. I critique. I can't come up with anything. You know, it's interesting. I'm just it, to say about the show, other than the fact that it's not free and delivered to me on my front door. Seriously, <laughs> to kind of reinforce this point, um, in doing some research on it, um, apparently, um, this is run on Amazon Prime. Right. This is part of their original programming. Um, the pilot episode of this episode one. Is is one of their most highly rated episodes ever, 
A four no, point, I, a four point it, nine on a five scale. I would hope five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, ninety five percent. And that's that, it. Yeah, that just makes me think <laughs> that the other five percent are misogynist basement dwellers, <laughs> as they are, as they you would be. Sons right? of bitches. I could see a misogynist not liking this show as much. <laughs> but the, here's that. Okay, okay, okay. I wanted to make a point of this. I actually thought about this earlier today. How does this show have so many women's rights issues without getting preachy? Thank you. Well, like, thank e- you. Even it's at perfectly. The, it's so well the, uh, crafted. It's not university. preachy at all. But you are on her side. You're on yep. everyone's side. Yep. It's yeah. not preachy. Yeah, like at the university when she's taking uh, the the mother's taking uh, an art class. Yeah, and she starts talking to the, all the art students who are like, "This is what we're going to do as a career." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she <laughs> the come to Jesus moment with them all. Like, yeah, no, you're no, not. No, you're not. No. <laughs> And then all of a sudden they like all switch or drop out or whatever. Yeah, like the enrollment <laughs> drops in their department, in the art department. Uh, we're going to have to ask your like, wife. Uh, the... we, need to, we need to talk about your wife. No, that, that's a great point, though, because I feel like a lot of yeah, this what's coming out of Hollywood right now mm-hmm. is is just a little too on the nose. People don't the know how to show you instead of tell you. Right. The, the Even best, The Last Jedi tried to cram stuff down right. our throat. They the, don't think it. They don't realize it. They the, don't. They're just not good enough to know that that's what they're doing. The best art is the art that makes you think. Yes. If they're telling you what to think. Yep. It's not art. It's not. Yeah. Nope. I, well, it's it's just being preachy. And like sometimes you, said. you don't have to say the words to tell us what to think. You can just make it so but the circumstance yeah, right. that you're pretty much telling us what to think. Right. And it's not that you're wrong. It's just you're not compelling. Sorry. Yeah. In this case, this show doesn't tell you what to think ever because nope. this show doesn't give a rat's butt what you think. Right. You're there to watch the story and you're going to think about it. Right. And you're going to yeah. it. I mean, like the, you know, the stuff you said, free speech, women's rights. I mean, all of it's in there, uh, you know. But that's and, the environment, not right. the point. Yes. Yes, exactly. The point is to this entertain woman. entertain the hell out of right. you. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the show is about a woman who's founder, you know, who's. Had everything. Everything was sun- machine perfect. Suddenly, everything's pulled, the rug's pulled out from under her, and it's her rebuilding her life. It's adaptation. Yes. It's survival. Right. Survival, but not survival of some poor hungry person. Survival of someone who's lived in the lap of successful medium luxury right. her whole life. Right. But and- is is but is building her own life, too. She's, yeah. She's breaking out. I mean, that's the other side of this is, you know, the familial pressures on her, you know, mm-hmm. you got to oh, be yeah. married and you got to have, you know, and you, and stay you stay at home. even you talking about it makes it sound more preachy than it is. <laughs> it's not. It's because not. here's the thing. It's she's not. so witty. She's so, most times she's confident. And even when it's spinning out of control, I mean, I'm trying to think, has there been more than like one scene for like 30 seconds where she's even cried? With all this going on, she keeps it together almost all the time. And so you're like, you're with her because you couldn't do that. You're not as strong as her. You are not as strong as her. I'm not as strong as her. Garrick, you're a puss. I am. I'm terrible. I'm crying right now just thinking about crying. None of us are that strong. So it's kind of like we're just, we're the Yoda in her backpack. We're along for the ride. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's racing through this. She's responding to everything. You're like, all right. Okay. Okay, Mrs. Mays. All right, Mitch. Let's see if this works. Okay. Oh, didn't work out. All right. Oh, we're going this direction now. I'm coming right along with you. Like never does it give you a point to be think you should be doing this, girl. Yes. There's right. none of that. Right. You don't have yeah. time for that. Right. No, you can say, you go, girl. Yeah, that's about that's it. What I've been that's about it. No, I, I, just, say that, I say that a lot. You talk about the, the amazing <laughs> writing. How how can a show make you hate somebody in the first few episodes? Like 
the husband. Yes. Yeah. And oh then you're, at the end of that you're, season, you're rooting for him the second yes. season. Yeah. I know. Gotta get back season, together. Like, Come on, you know what you want, man. Come on. <laughs> you can do this. You dumbass. I don't even know why I'm cheering for you. No, you're right though. His arc is great. I I love that arc because yeah, that those first couple he's episodes, you're like he's so self engrossed and and I hate him and all that stuff. And then that some of those are some of my favorite films and TV shows but, where you can take a character that you hate and then suddenly turn him into someone that you're sympathetic but for. But I feel like in yeah. normal TV, which TV like written Vader, by... Yeah, right? TV Star Wars? TV written by less <laughs> genius level people, apparently, would have them, him, like, okay, he gave up everything, and now he realizes what he's lost, and he's angry, and he wants it back. Not Joel. Right. Joel realizes what he's lost, knows he doesn't deserve to have it back, so takes that all that turmoil inside him and then focuses it somewhere else. In in this case, I'm gonna fix my parents. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna take over the the take thing I never wanted business, to do before. Right. I'm gonna go back and do that. And so he's trying to find the right way to use this fact that he knows right. he screwed up bad, rather than just going back and begging for her to come back, which yeah. would be the normal trope. Right. You right. know, no. That's not he wants her. He wants her back. Yep. He he won't come out and say it most but of the time. But he also knows the only way to get her back is for him to be responsible, responsible yeah, to completely yeah. rebuild himself. Yes. Right? But yet he's all the time he's doing that, he's not laser focused on getting her back. He's trying to figure out can I be happy another way. Yeah. He's looking at everything like, is there is there because mm, he is he's, he's dating, right? I mean he's yeah, he's trying. Know, right? Getting like horribly drunk in front of all his employees. And stuff. <laughs> oh man, uh, this show! <sighs> Highly recommended, folks. Guys, Highly you gotta watch yes. this show. Marvelous. I, I honestly don't know of any better TV show that has been on any television. I've I was raised by a television set. My parents worked long hours. Okay, <laughs> that was I my babysitter. So many shows. Yes, I know so many shows backwards and forwards. Shows that I love that you don't even remember the name of. You know, most people like for for decades. I am a TV holic, and you know, like like I swear by Mash. I'm like, I Mash was the greatest show that was ever on, and stuff like that. And now I'm sitting there going, I won't say that this is the greatest show ever made, but like how he said. I cannot tell you of a show that is of better quality and more entertaining yeah. than this show about uh, a, a semi-wealthy Jewish girl in New York in the 50s whose husband cheats on her. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't even like Mad Men. Go away. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Just like Mad you Men's said, terrible. I was... If you like Mad Men, you should like this show more or jump off a bridge. It's a simple <laughs> I, I was so put off. Like you had said, I was so put off because I felt like it was... They were trying to shove it down my throat with the advertising. Yeah, on, it was. They were not targeting us. Yeah, and I'm like, no, you're just. I feel like I felt like the advertising was preachy. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're hitting on something. The marketing too was a little yeah. too preachy. I agree because I, I I saw the marketing too, but I had absolutely no interest. None. My interest came when you guys started watching. And Give it like, to Garrick. You gotta watch Garrick's this. The, Garrick was the first. Yeah, yeah. I took the plunge. Yeah. <laughs> what What caused you to sit down and watch it? Uh, I was bored. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I saw the banner. I was surfing uh, Amazon banner at the top, and yeah. I was like, hey, "Why the hell not? I'll try the first episode." He's like, I'm like, "There's no way the rest of the season could be good as the first episode. Yeah, they and, never are." And then it and is. I was wrong <laughs> over and over again. I mean, geez, all the way down to like Susie's siblings. I mean, God. What <laughs> Yes. Fantastic in this show. 
Oh my goodness. <sighs> we haven't even talked about like Jane Lynch and <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh. Right. Oh, I forgot. I don't want to give too much away. We shouldn't give too much Jane spoiler. Jane Lynch but... plays a famous comedian who is like oh, nationally famous at the word. time. So there is already uh, in the 50s in this story there's a this fictional uh comedian. <laughs> Her act, kind of plays her a act character is kind of like a, a cross between Phyllis Diller and Minnie Pearl. Like she acts like kind of like a trashy kind of a maw kettle almost. Yeah, trashy almost <laughs> like well, like she talks like this. She's got this thick soupy New York and she's got this fictional husband and boy howdy, you know. She reminds and, me a lot of uh, mom of mom what? We, from we, Futurama. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And where she's yeah, she's got a certain persona that gets kind of turned on its edge. Yeah, uh, that 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 whole arc with Jane Lynch is is phenomenal, and just everybody, all the deli where all of the managers hang out. Yes, oh, that's my awesome. Gosh. Yeah. Now I will say uh, before the before the show premiered, Amazon actually set up one of those like you know you like marketing things will set up like a little quick restaurant like a fake restaurant for a short time. They actually set up like a, like a recreation <laughs> of that deli. Oh, wow. Uh, the, the deli that they, in the show and it only, they only served like two sandwiches or something like that, but it was apparently <laughs> modeled after the way it is in the show. It's just, I, it, it, it what's amazing. Anytime I watch a period piece, I, my eyes go straight to the things that are, do not belong. Right. And the lack of their heart. They're hard to do well. They're very hard to do well. And this is the fifties guys. The 50s, I mean... It's so iconic. It's, it's so iconic, but like everything, every device, every object looked different then. Right. And people who do it now, like the walls in your room look different mm -hmm. than they look now. Right. People didn't, like not every room was a box, you know? And Hollywood doesn't spend that much time usually, especially in TV, focusing on that kind of thing. And every room they're in everywhere, it's like they went back in time and found like the... Not like the average, but the quintessential virgin uh, version of whatever that wherever they or are. Or the virgin. Yeah. <laughs> What's a quintessential? A quintessential virgin. Never mind. Yeah. I guess it depends if you're Catholic or not. Yeah, true. But yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I, oh, God damn the show. You guys. Yeah. You guys. Oh. Watch it. Everybody. I don't know what more we could say. I don't know. Without yeah. What you should do is watch the show and then watch the Big Lebowski yeah. and then <laughs> not watch the John Turturro spinoff because it's probably going to be terrible. Oh, I'm yeah. probably going to watch it, though. I'll watch it eventually. I'll He's a better ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, thank you guys for indulging us and letting us absolutely gush over one of the greatest television shows ever made, and it's still being made. That's the thing. It's not over yet. We're still in the middle of it. So you can hop on the train and take a ride. I don't know how many seasons I want Choo -choo. this show to be, but I am nowhere close to getting bored. If if yeah, I don't yet. want it to end if they continue at this level <laughs> of quality. Yeah. Yeah, I only want it to end when they feel like they have nothing left to give. Let's it. let's let's roll it from yeah. right into the sixties and into the seventies. I'm fine with it. Maybe the eighties. We'll cut her off at the eighties. So I need thirty years, Miss <laughs> Maisel. Everything's fine. Yep. Yeah. And then it becomes Stranger Things. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm okay with Stranger the shared universe. Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that sour note, well, why don't we tie this one I, off? I have. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, wait, wait. We we talked about which we were trying to find the theme song. Yes. To Miss Maisel. Right. Oh, right. Is there an actual theme song? That's the theme to Mrs. Maisel. 
It's a lot of harp. Hmm. It is. That's basically how fast her brain works. That sounds like yes. her brain. So hopefully we'll kick off the air with this place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I uh you you guys definitely, definitely, definitely. And wait, you don't you wait. don't have to love it, but you have to try it. We got some shout outs, right? We forgot to do it. Oh, Mike, you keep forgetting. Uh, Come on. We're supposed to do this last episode. I don't have it because I don't have it in front of me. You shut oh, your yeah. laptop down. I, I ran out of battery. So, so we got we got a great email from uh, <laughs> who goes to a several hours long podcast recording and doesn't bring his power cord with yeah, him because it, I don't know. he forgot <laughs> his, he forgot his converter. <laughs> wah, wah. We got a great email from Curtis New Nivu. Yeah, nailed Thank it. you. Yeah, he's a big collector and he listens. And he loves our show. So the, thank you. Uh, yeah. We loved your email. Made me feel good. Yeah. We, do, we love getting that kind of that kind of feedback. Yeah. Really. So Absolutely. keep them coming. Yep. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep keep listening. Uh, we got I, I want to know. The Big Lebowski, and I can't wait to do that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to know um, his how big his collection has gotten. Yeah. Since uh, get on Discord, post some pictures. Yeah, I was gonna say we have some Discord folks got on there and shared some of their collections. That was fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love seeing other people's stuff. It makes again, me jealous. To be part of Discord, run out to our Twitter at FlyCasual1138, and you'll find the link in our profile to join our Discord and take part in the chats. What's happening? What is happening, folks? That's right. Uh, and we might have to set up a uh, Mrs. Maisel <laughs> channel, <laughs> just so we can constantly guess when, when the new season comes out. Oh, that's yeah, true. This oh year, my gosh. Problem is, I won't go in there because until I finish it, because I'll be afraid of having anything spoiled for me. Oh yeah, we'll just have to, have to binge spoiler it and then go in there and just let it. That all is out. easy to binge. It is easy oh. to binge. Oh yeah. What the hell even is a romper? <laughs> 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 show uh do that and uh and also you know you can go out to betterkind.com and check out notes click on any links that we're uh that we're talking about in the uh in the news or whatnot and uh check out the youtube channel we still got stuff going up on the youtube channel right mike right Is that yeah right? it's still up uh yeah, we're the tubes we're temporarily not putting up much uh stuff right now yeah, we have to solve working. our videography right technical we're, we're, challenges it's with changes with the podcast format we're also changing how we're doing videos yeah, so we we're going through our change yeah the going, through through the change. Change. going through the change going through the change yeah yep <laughs> and it's time to change you got to Wow, multiples. Wow. Multiples of us. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) 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 Wow. Shut the Vernon Shirley? What is that? That's that's Brady. Brady Bunch, baby. Brady Brady all the way. (laughs) Brady Bunch had a theme song? That's great. Yes, but that wasn't the theme song. It was when they became a music group because everyone did back then. Uh, that's and right. see, Peter's voice was changing, and they couldn't get him to sing see, anything because his voice he was kept cracking. Going through the puberty, he was going through his change. So they wrote a song where they could take advantage of that, and it was see, a it big, was brilliant, hit. yeah, <laughs> great writing, yeah, brilliant, yeah. So almost was, as good as Mrs. what was Mason. Greg's? What was Greg's musical act name? That would, he had like a stage name. What was it? Like Johnny Stardust? Johnny, Johnny Bravo? Johnny Bravo? Yeah. That's right. Johnny Bravo, that's where that comes from. With the vest, he's got the vest. Yeah. Oh, man. Harsh on my mind. I sound kind of Nicholas Cagey when I do that. It's all right. I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. Round to Twitter. 
Uh, go uh, wherever you get wherever you get your podcast. Give us a nice little review so we can reach some more <laughs> listeners. That'd be great and, and lull them into the dungeon that is the so, uh, Discord. You almost sounded like a little Cheers guy. Uh, uh, hey. uh, you know, little known fact. You know, I'm doing uh, I'm doing the uh, the the pig piggy bank from Toy Story yeah, or any of the all the other yeah ones he yeah, does. John Ratzenberger's in every one of John them. John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Big John. Big, big old John. Yep. Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Johnny Rats. In the meantime, uh, over here, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Over there's Howie. I don't have anything like that to give. You shouldn't. Aww. You really shouldn't. Over there's Garrick. <laughs> the dude abides. Dude abides. That's fine. Yeah. Right. It's the Jesus. Give me Barkeep. Bar- give me another Jesus. one of them. The good girls. <laughs> I think we hit oh. over our limit. What is over our limit? Limit, <laughs> limit of what? Gotta go confession this week, man. We got the rabbi.